It's a good shirt. Yeah, it makes children cry too. You give children tears with that shit. Dude, this is my my fucking middle aged fat guy deal with it shirt. You think you're at middle age right now? Oh, we should save this shit for. We should save that shit. We're going. Oh, we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he'll go through it. I don't think we can use any of that that we just did. No, but, hell uh, no. Fuck no. Uh, so uh, the first thing that popped in my head was installing cable. And having to go into people's houses and like seeing hoarders and all of those shenanigans. You guys want to talk about that? We could talk about that. We could talk about that all day fucking long. I'll give fucking uh, Godfather here of cable. Godfather. The goddamn limelight here and then I'll take over. Uh I had the worst of the worlds. I had a 600 pound man that couldn't move. Had a fucking skillet on his couch, a microwave, and a toaster oven sitting there on a table next to his shit. And uh, and he was a hoarder because he couldn't clean. He was fat as fuck. I had to do an alarm install. Walk in there. Smelled like rotting flesh. <laughs> it was... Oh, my God, dude. And he had roommates. <laughs> Well, the roommates were just as bad. I walk into one of the rooms, and you can see where the one guy slept, or whatever it was, a guy or girl, I don't know, slept there. And then right around, there's feces. Uh, Human? Animal feces oh. on his bed. Yeah, you got to specify, dude. Yeah, animal feces on the bed. So he got his little cut out of where he slept, and then animal feces scattered all over the bed. Some shit. It was gross, dude. That so, was that was one of the worst ones. He just slept in the same spot on the bed and let all the animals yeah. crap yeah, around him. Yeah, they don't fucking move. Like the show hoarders kind of are not hoarders or yeah. my nine thousand pound life or whatever. Six thousand pound life, or whatever. where they can't get out of where they're at. I mean, we've seen that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what he's talking about. I wasn't there, but you see this shit. You're like, well, and you you don't even get to you don't get to recognize it's going to happen until you have to go inside, right? Yeah. Dude, I've been to houses where it looks. Uh, like waterfalls in the front yard and shit. Super nice big houses, and you go in, and it's fucking just covered in shit. Shit. Yeah. But the I, outside, you know. I've been to a place like a duplex in Southeast where it's like I come up, knock on the door. We have these little booty covers that you put over your fucking your boots so you don't drag shit into their place. And generally, you're like, I'll make the call once I get there. So the doors open. Hey, what's up? Comcast, Bop, or whatever. We're gonna do the install. And I look down and I see shh, dog shit, everything. And so I'm going to put that those booties on just so I don't get whatever's <laughs> yeah. in there on yeah, me. Exactly. But for whatever reason, I'm just like, whatever. I walk in and they're like, um, can you please, don't you have those booty those covers for your boots? Can you put that on, please? And I'm just like, 
for what? You have shit everywhere. Sure. No fucking problem. Boom, boom. They're on. And it's just going into other people's houses. Yeah, Suck. Dude. People talk about it. Like, I have a lot of friends that are in um, customer service businesses. When you go into somebody's house, the, it's a it's an entire different world of customer service. Like, you're in their element. They're not afraid to fuck with you. I, I was When I used to smoke cigarettes, I fucking went to this house. And I'm I'm over in the corner doing my thing, and this little boy's running around, comes over. <laughs> what the fuck? Get your fucking finger in my face. <laughs> and he goes, goes, Mom, it stinks over here. It smells like something burning. And I'm like, fuck. And she was like, no, you're, you're smelling things, whatever. No, it doesn't smell over here. It smells over here. And she's standing right next to me. And it was embarrassing. Oh, Super embarrassing. Farger stunk. I stunk <laughs> from smoking. Dude, we have a buddy that... Uh, did cable in the Dows like he was a contractor in the Dows before I started before I even came down and started cable Mm -hmm. and he's told me a story that him him and uh, the guy that he was training were was in the west side of the Dows at like Foley Lakes or something doing an install and uh, he's outside doing something the other guy's inside he goes in the fucking trailer and the parents or whatever wherever they're at and there's the kid that's in the room that he's putting the cable box at and he has his mom's dildo out and it's like playing with it and he, he's like hooking up stuff he turns around he's like hey, hey, hey. He's like a three year old he's like, he's like dude uh, maybe you should put that down and then the kid starts <laughs> like fucking oh, putting no. it to his face dude. Yeah. and he's like uh so he goes and gets the parents like uh, maybe you should go take care of what your kid's doing in there because it's something that shouldn't be happening. That's not uncommon. No. So he told me that. And I'm just like, yeah. And uh, that's a Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, go, I see all kinds of sex toys. The funniest thing is when you go to a stoner's house and they have their bong behind the TV. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, that's right where I need to go. It's not a good hiding spot. And then you leave and you come back and it's gone. Yeah. Oh, God. Shit, I should have moved that. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I was at a job when uh, a car got stolen. The dude's ex-girlfriend stole this car out of their driveway. While you were inside? While I was inside. So what? I was inside doing the, the install. And the, the guy, I don't know how old he was. He had two kids, but he lived with his parents. And uh, there's a crack pipe <laughs> sitting on his fucking nightstand. Just a real piece of work. How do you know what a crack pipe is, Farger? Yeah, how do you know? I don't know. How do I know, guys? Uh, and uh, I go, I'm outside. I'm outside, and this chick's like, "Okay, I'm gonna just take take the car, whatever." And I'm like, "Okay, I don't, I don't give a fuck." She takes off down the street. The old lady comes running out. What? Who, did she take the car? And I was like, "Yeah." Oh, that was my son's ex girlfriend. She stole the car. He even uh, flattened the tires so she couldn't take it. So she <laughs> jacked the car right in front with of me flat tires. with flat tires, <laughs> dude. It's crazy. Like, and I was training, uh, we're in like Southeast, there's two stories with him. We're in Southeast Hawthorne and whatever, and like some apartment complex. And we're in there doing an install. We walk in, dude, and there's this God fucking horrible smell coming from the hallway. I don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. We go outside and there's not a coroner or what do they call the people that pick up the dead? Coroner? Coroner? Coroner outside. It's like a hazmat unit and they're all like suited up and everything. 
and they're like walking in when we're coming out and I could just smell this smell. Like some oh. smell you've never fucking smelled before. It's like, so it's, some, it's some, death. Yeah. Someone died is. in the apartment and then they needed you to come install cable. No, it was in another apartment, but we're installing in like, uh. Oh, they were probably three doors down, days. like the band three doors down. We're down there installing the cable. <laughs> and so we're in and out. And, and then Dustin's like, dude, do you smell that? And I'm like, yeah, he's like, that's that's death. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> I need to get my units. I got two, two fucking two to fours. Let's just go. So we go back in and I don't see him physically taking anybody out there. But he talks to somebody that's in the hall and they're like, yeah, somebody like killed themselves like a week before and nobody claimed them and they were in the uh, apartment down from where we were installing and they were there to clean while we were there to oh give God. somebody Dude. 25 megabytes of download. <laughs> you know? Wow, yeah. Like, it's wild. It's cool. Well, how many times? It's crazy. Did, how many times did you guys show up somewhere and open the door and you're like, no, <laughs> well, not doing day. it. But you day. still had to do it? Every other job. Yeah. Unless, unless, not every other, but a lot. Unless, like, you had to install cable, an outlet, and you couldn't get to it, then you could reschedule it. But I've, but, I, there's not really, I mean, you got to do it. I've, since we're on cable, I'm going to tell one more story. And this is true. I've told you about, I, I don't know, I don't know if you were my soup at this time or if it was Murphy, but on like 113th and Pal. I went to a place, it was my, my first job of the day, like 8 to 10, and it was at this house. I pull up, and this chick's sitting outside on the curb, just sitting there, smoking a cigarette. So I pull up, and I'm like logging into my job, and I'm like, oh. So I get out, and she comes right up to me. That's what she said. She goes, she's like, you got to be quiet. you got to be quiet. I'm like, well, my name's Cody with Comcast, and I'm here to give you, shh, okay, okay, I know what you're doing. I'm like, all right. So we walk in. It's like this two-level house. So we walk in the back, and she keeps telling me, we got to be quiet. We got to be quiet. I'm like, all right. I get it. Fuck. So we walk in. We walk in the back. We're coming. There's cameras everywhere. There's like one, two. We go around another corner. There's another one. And I'm just like, that's weird. We go into a room, and then I walk in, and she slams the door, and she stands in front of it. And I'm like, okay. What? And I'm like, so internet? Yeah, I have my meter. So I find the outlet. Okay, you guys. And I'm thinking, okay, if she has signal, she has signal. We're give, giving her service. If not, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. Cool. Signal's good. I'll be back. She walks with me. I go into my truck. I call my wife. Hey, I'm at this address, blah, 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 blah. Some shit's going down. I don't know what's happening. It's like a Saturday. I was like, if you don't hear from me in like 15, 20 minutes, just fucking call the cops. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. She's waking up, whatever. So I get the equipment. She does the same thing. Same fucking stories. We're coming in. So finally, and oh, and I also grabbed this big buck knife that I, I still have on the job that I do now. And I have it in my back pocket. What am I going to do with it? I don't know. I'm going to fillet a steak. No, I'm going to hopefully stab somebody in the face. So the story's not going to be that long. But we go back in <laughs> and I hook up everything. And she's just like sitting there all like so timid like scared and i'm just like look what's going on she's like just can we do this and i'm like all right so activate services start explaining and i hear coming down the stairwell and i'm like fuck all right i'm done i go to grab the door no no no. i'm like grab my knife open that motherfucker open the door i'm like i don't give a shit i'm fucking stabbing 
and I don't see anything. I head out, boom, 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 call day of job, close the job, fucking out of there. But she was probably like a sex slave or like some prostitute that was kept in that room and told, nobody comes here for you. I'm not there to be your friend. I'm there to do a goddamn job, yeah. you know? But that's the $30 I got paid for that job. What about the... <laughs> What about the time you left the people surprise in the toilet that wouldn't flush? Yeah, hang on a second. I'm going to open the window. You dying? It's hot as fuck. It is I'm hot. dying. He's looking at our fat asses. I need, a, I need a sweat rag. I need a fuck rag. <laughs> yeah, tell him that one. That was a good one. I don't remember it. It was like out in the middle of nowhere. And you, no, I'll start it and you got to finish it. You know this one. You were there to do the cutover. And I showed up and shit in their toilet. Mm-hmm. I no, I wanted to ask you about that. How many times, uh, Trump Deuce? <laughs> how many times you were in somebody else's place? And you're and like, you gotta go. Uh, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> and you just go in and destroy. I never deuced it. I'm in the attic. That's where all their lines go, and I'm configuring it. And he texts me. He sends me on my phone. Him, hey man, he's in the goddamn <laughs> bathroom shit, and I'm like. Did you ask? What the fuck? I like, never shit at person's tr- house. He never would. I have. I've asked, though. I'm like, hey, I got to use the restroom. Yeah. Is that okay? Dude, I got to go. You didn't ask at the trailer? What are you going to do? Oh, at the trailer? Then tell him. If you know so much about this trailer story, then fucking let, let the World Wide Web know. Let all 15 people know what the hell happened. <laughs> was I training? No. <laughs> I was done training you. Yeah. I was done training. I was on a job. And we had to do a cutover. No shit. Which is when, if you go to a house and there's no line to it, you lay it on the ground, and then a team comes in and they put it on the ground, and then you have to go back and hook it all up. So I do. I'm doing that. And these people had a trailer on their property, and their kids lived in the trailer, and they lived in the house. Well, I was working on the trailer. Pondo comes over. <laughs> I don't know why he showed up, but he came over. Is it, is it like in Vancouver or something? Something like that. And he's like, <clears throat> Ridgefield. Dude, I'm going to go. I'm going to go in there. I got to take a shit. I'm going to go use the bathroom. And I was like, okay. So he goes in there and he comes back out and he's like, dude, it won't flush. There's no water. No water in the, no water in the house. <laughs> no water going to this. Because it's a module home that's for like maybe the mother-in-law that's like separated from the fucking They home. probably won't notice. It's all right. Dude, well. he goes out and he got the, the, the modems coming in a bag. And he went and grabbed the they're bag. Dories and there's these bags. And he fucking used the bag to scoop the shit out of the toilet and take it with him. But he didn't get it all. And I had to stay there and do the job. And the people come over to check on us. And they go inside. And I'm like, fuck, please don't go in the bathroom. Please don't go in the bathroom on here. Well, the motherfucker, I forgot something there or something. I had to go back to the job again that same day. I I forgot a tool or, or something happened where I had to he go He called me like, there. I got to go back there. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> logged in. You motherfucker. <laughs> but what did they say anything? They didn't say anything. Nah. They didn't know my skid marks. It could have been Uncle fucking Jim Bob's skid marks. Who knows, <laughs> dude? Dude, that's hilarious. Um, I dropped a deuce. I had to go. I had to go. And I've dropped deuces in fucking multiple jobs that I've had. But if there's a toilet there, I'm going to do in the toilet. Yeah, well, sometimes you just got to make it happen. Like, we have that friend of ours uh, who drives the TriMet bus. Oh, yeah. And he shit in a garbage can. He, he pulled over at a 7-Eleven, right? And he had to run inside. Well, there's multiple he, stories. Yeah, he's he was told. on the Max. He's, he drives the Max now. He drives the train. Uh-huh. And he told me he had a shit, and he fucking shit in the garbage can <laughs> next to him. 
Because you yeah. can't just get up and walk no. off the train. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? The train's going and you're just like, oh, God. How cool is that, though? The train's fucking going down. The, you're like, okay, this is a straight stretch for the next two miles. We're going oh, yeah. Grab that thing. <laughs> Dude, he, he asked me. He wanted me to, to work with him. And that's one of the reasons why I would not go work for TriMet is because <laughs> I have to have access to taking the shit. Fargers, whether it be Fargers prerequisite for driving fucking <laughs> TriMet buses. If you could like press a button, the fucking bottom goes boom, and he could just shit. Yeah, he <laughs> while he's driving. Oh yeah, Farg, that's a good up. idea. Yeah, you drop a Fargs. Like, that is Dude. a great idea. Well, yeah, when you're patent that. when you're on the the route like that, you don't have any time. No. I mean, the bus is one thing, but on the max, what are you gonna do? You can't get off yeah. and go anywhere. Exactly, you shit in the garbage. Well, they they have stopped like the orange line that goes out to Milwaukee where I live. Like they, it stops for a while, and I've seen the conductors get out. And I think there's like a little bathroom for them, like when mm-hmm. you pay your ticket and stuff. So they might get up. You know, that's their uh, break. Oh yeah, yeah. I think because I mean, fuck, it's pretty inhumane to like not let them shit ever is that at every stop though or is it no, just at the end i doubt it i i don't know i've seen him do it I, I mean i've been at the orange like going to a show or something and watched him get off and i, I just assumed i'm like watching i'm like what are they doing and i assumed they're like going to the secret compartment shit fucking thing where they're just like going there and they're just shitting <laughs> and that's just my theory i imagine we can ask our buddy. Hey, friend that we're not going to mention you you should let us know yeah we should ask him or just keep shitting and fucking. It's one of those things <laughs> like bags on the train. It's only it's only it's only a bad thing at the last moment. Like, what are you gonna do when it when it's when it's happening? It's, it's happening. Go time. Yeah, or diapers. When it's go time. Yeah. Yeah. Diapers. I guess, dude. I had a. I'm gonna go back to a, a cable story real quick. It's a funny one. Hurry up. Um, a buddy of ours. <laughs> He got he got in a wreck, and if you were you have to take a piss test. So he comes. I was a supervisor. He comes and hits me up. He's like, "Dude, I got in a wreck. Can you pee for me?" And I was like, "Sure." He brings me a condom. He brings me a lubricated condom. And uh, why does that matter? It's far shoved I'll, up I'll his ass. You, I'll tell you this. Just listen. So he gives me the condom, and I go and I ask people if I can use their bathroom, and I go in there and I piss in the condom, and I couldn't tie it because it was lubricated. It kept slipping. <laughs> So I'm in the bathroom. Problem with it, dude. I was in there for fucking. Oh man, it felt like days. But I'm sitting there, and in my mind, I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna think I'm taking a shit." I'm just here trying to tie this condom. I finally get it tied, take it out to him. He puts it in his boxers or something. And our supervisor at that time. Oh no, I wasn't his supervisor, but our supervisor at the time had to drive him to take the piss test, and it started leaking down his leg while he was driving there. Your, up, your pee? My pee started leaking down his leg. <laughs> so he started licking it. <laughs> so he ended up passing the piss test, but... Hey, good job. Yeah. Good job. That, that used to be a thing. I remember that. People doing that all... We had a friend who... Uh, over at King's Garden, he had to get somebody to pee for him. And... Oh, yeah. He carried it in under his balls, right? Under his balls, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He, uh, he couldn't pass, obviously. I mean, just for smoking weed. No big deal. It's not like he was fucking shooting anything or doing anything bad. We were all just kids. And uh, I took him to go get the the UA done. And I had to pee for him because I could pee clean. Because I'm a clean guy and I don't do drugs. I don't do, <laughs> barely drink alcohol. Tonight is an exception. But uh, I was like, okay. So I peed for him. And then he put it like in a sock. And on the way there, I turned up the heater on the fucking Betsy Toyota Corolla like 
hella high. <laughs> and he threw it on the dash. And he, I'm like, is that going to fucking work, dude? He's like, oh, yeah. And then when he went in, he threw it to the side of his sack. And then he went in and peed and it worked. Yeah. So to get a job at Albertsons at the warehouse. I was jealous of that job. He made like he was making like sixteen bucks an hour. Or no, something. he was making like fourteen, like fourteen. But yeah, we were really? making like we were making six. six. And I'm yeah. like, Jesus, and he was still so fucking. Much money. He was still a borrowing money from me. By the way, he still owed me fourteen dollars and twenty seven cents. <laughs> yeah, man. There some um, good times of that. You remember Jimmy's bed? He had like a California king that, oh, just, yeah. that just sat on the ground, but he still had the frame around, like the wooden frame around it, and the big head. Board thing, he, he had like mirrors and shit in he it. He got the master bedroom for some reason. You know, how did he, he pay more? You know, you know how he got that. We did like pick straws or uh, paper, scissors, rock, or I can't remember what we did when we first got there. He won it, so he got the master, and we all got jobs, and he didn't. <laughs> and he was there the least amount of time, but he got to have the fucking bathroom, bedroom. You know, he had bitches in there and he was just getting it. And I'm like stacked on a bunch of clothes, having sex with <laughs> underage fucking women and my goddamn filth of a room. And I'm like, why the hell do you get that shit? Because we lost the paper, scissors, rock. Two out of three, bitch. I'll fucking win you right now. Yeah. Take that over. No, never happened. Yeah, his room was like a like a 20 by 20 and yours was like a six by six. Yeah, like Your room was, was so small. It was, like it was the trailer. tiny. It was, it was like so the, gross. Yeah, like you barely fit a twin mattress in there. So gross. So it's like gross. the trailer that. So sick. Uh, that I lived at with, yeah, with our friend. Yeah, and then I moved in. Mm, I remember. That was crazy. My dad helped me move, and I show up. We show up with my stuff, and they just sat there and smoked weed and made me load everything myself. No one helped me. It was your stuff. Yeah, but they're supposed to help me move. Who gives a fuck? It's your stuff. <laughs> He's a cunt. I fucking was at a party. Who are we talking about? Same guy. Oh. Who? I thought you were talking about your dad. Uh, <laughs> your dad? Dude. I was like, whoa, dude. No, hey, when we lived at the trailer. Speed, Mark Dog. What the fuck are you talking about? R.I.P. R.I.P. Mike Dog. R.I.P. Mike Dog. We were at a party down the street up at the A-frame. And I come home, and I had a lock on my door. Is a sliding door. And the fucker's dangling. My door is dangling from the lock. He ripped the door off the hinges so that he'd get to my bong and just left it dangling there i was so mad you talking about the trailer yeah 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 well, also, didn't didn't something also happen with the toothbrush i was just gonna tell that one he shaved i had an electric shaver and he didn't know that if you pop the top off you that's how you clean it all the hair goes in there so he shaved his fucking pubes with my electric razor and left all the pubes in there who are we talking about I'm like lost. He's on here. Marco Polo with us. Oh, okay. He's a cable guy. Yeah. Okay. He. Uh, Everybody's a cable guy. He. Um, yeah. He left the pubes in there. So I took scissors and I chopped my pubes off and I entwined it in his toothbrush. <laughs> so he'd brush his teeth in my pubic hair. You are fucking. That is wrong. He oh. never brushed him. He caught it. Oh Jesus! I wish he wouldn't have though, cause motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Well, he, did you did you you weren't there because you moved you left you were in Europe, but he drank he he was an absolute he drank absolute like a bottle a day and we had a shelf that ran like all he the way drank around. absolutely every day or he At drank both, but he he kept every bottle yeah we he, kept we kept all of them and we he put, put them on the top put them on the fucking thing it was just absolute bottles all the way around the motherfucker fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ we were young and dumb it was fun he uh, he got a tattoo in the living room too. 
Doesn't it say uh, insert here? No. Like on his butt? <laughs> it's spelt wrong. The tattoo's spelt wrong. What do you get? Supposedly it's spelt wrong. You can spell it two different ways. Oh. How's this? What is it? I can't say because then we'll know. <laughs> Fuck. Do you remember? I think we were up at Geary's house at the farm and that tattoo friend of his. Uh. He, uh, I remember walking in and our, one of our friends. Oh, Splendor? Huh? <laughs> I'm just trying to rhyme his name with things. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I walked in, and our friend's Excuse getting me. frogs tattooed up his leg. Yeah. He get just random spots, like one on the inside of his knee, one on his thigh. I don't even know. No, go ahead. I just have fun. But, but there, was no, there was no rhyme or reason to it. Well, they, it didn't look like there was, It just looked like a, <clears throat> it took a sticker. That's the thing about tattoos is they don't go away. Yeah, you're fucking telling me, bro. <laughs> I got, I got that, goddamn tattoos that I have to explain all the fucking time. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm just tired of explaining them. Like, I mean, I got ring? shit. Well, not even that. That's that's cool. I still like that. I'm 35 fucking years old. Don't regret that. Don't regret Happy Gnome. I don't even regret the fucking bush tattoo on my calf. But like the shit my brother did when I was like 15, 16. Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I have a friend that has some crazy good art and i'm looking at his going ah, maybe i can cover that up i don't know <laughs> but i mean it's 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 my past too so it's fun yeah that, i'm getting more that's the one thing is like it can remind you of good things yeah or it can make you wish you never did it like the shit you got on your wrist yeah oh yeah no for sure but do you I've like never, what do you like what you have i don't like any of my tattoos but you have I would it. get them all taken away but you it reminds you of stuff it reminds me of stuff but also if you weren't allowed to get tattoos when you're 18 i wouldn't have got any tattoos mm -hmm. you know if they made you wait until you're like 24 yeah but they let you sign up to go to war when you're 18 so fuck why can't um, we have a goddamn tattoo yeah so that's the thing i mean I know I've seen a lot of people walking around with tattoos that I know they regret. Oh fuck! All I mean, of them. Come on, man! Like, <laughs> what the fuck is? Okay, I'll say it. What the fuck is with this face tattoo shit that's going oh, on? You I know? know, all the yeah. mumble rappers and stuff. Like, I respect some of them. Like, I kind of like Post Malone. I get it. I kind of like some of the shit, but like the fucking face tattoos. It's like, come on, man! Really? That's. I mean, we we regret some of the shit that we have. Can you imagine looking in the mirror in like twenty years if they live that long? Yeah. And being like, "Holy fuck, I got yeah. Bud Light on my fucking forehead." <laughs> yeah. Even if even if you get famous and you make a ton of money, you still you still gotta look at that every day. You still gotta live with that. Yeah. And most of the people that you're kicking it with, they're like, "Oh, that's toy." Yeah. Got another twenty thousand bucks, bro. I mean, stay here, right? <laughs> This, fuck, fuck that. Fuck face tats. Sorry. You guys like face tats? You 15 people watching? They got cool. Fuck. I they weren't Mama cool, Rapper. and then they got cool. I hate Mama Rapper. I, there's, Man. This, there's this guy I knew that had an X. He got all tweaked out in the Dallas, and he got an X tattooed on his fucking below his, I don't know if it's his left or his right. And I respected this guy at one point, but he had a fucking X, and I remember hanging out with him, and he was just all fucking, blah, 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 and we're drinking. Hey, bottle, give me a beer. And I'm like, I asked him, like, is that X so people know where to fucking hit you? <laughs> like, when they're pissed off at you? And he's like, sure, fuck yeah, man. We're going to get some more beer. I'm like, dude, you got an X on your eye, below your eye. That's the thing. You you make that decision one night, and then there's no turn back. No. It's done. No. It's, it's there. Done. Yeah. I was watching, just today, I was watching people getting tattoos removed, laser removed. 
and it's fast. I mean, it would take like but it, hurts it would take like eighteen seconds for him to get rid of that one. No, yeah, you but have, it's you all have, scarred dude, up. And shit, you have it? to go back for like six sessions. I, I looked into getting these removed. Really? Yeah. And you got to get like I know it's scars. I've seen the scars. Some 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 of them are pretty good. Well, I've seen documentaries with like ex skinheads and stuff that have like swazis and shit, yeah, yeah, and stuff, and they they go through it and they get it paid for because it's like they're now they're advocates for anti racism and shit. But mm-hmm. like, can you imagine like the hours of agony that you're mm. just laying there? Yeah. You got to be really against the cause that you're originally totally for that cause. Yeah, to fucking get yeah. that shit done. Well, yeah, uh, one of our friends who has a bunch of tattoos, he, he, I remember him saying that the worst part for him was right here. Yeah, that's got to be terrible. I thought about that. Like, I thought about it would be so cool to get a sleeve about a bunch of shit, but you get right there. Like our other friend that we talked about earlier, like I remember when he got fucking, <laughs> when he got it done right here, he passed out. Yeah. And he's a strong fucking dude. And well, he his shit was out. solid black. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Tribal. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he went he went through somebody that did like eyeliner tattoos, like the same one that Jimmy got the happy gnome tattoo in the Dallas. And they did it so solid. And he passed out because he couldn't take it like right here. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. What about on your dick though? My uncle had a tattoo of a fly on his dick. No, he did Swear not. Swear to God. For real. For real. My uncle Meanie. Meanie. I don't even know his real name. Meanie Dick. Meanie Dick. Daddy. I don't even know his real name. But his name was Meanie. He had a fly on his dick. He had a fly on his dick. Hell yeah. I'm Can you that. imagine being a tattoo artist and somebody comes in your shop and they're like, unzips, you do pops it out. You're like, really? They're like, really? don't you want a butterfly on your back or something? Like, no, I want a fly on my dick. How about a mosquito? No. Can we just think about, about a, this for a little while? How about a flea? I could just do it. Ding, 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 ding. 200 bucks, please. Thank you. Get the fuck out of here. That would be so awkward. Especially if his dick stunk. Ugh. Like, what was it? I, and his name was washed. I always wondered me. why he did that. Like, How do you even know that's his... a thing? He told you? I think my dad told me. Did you see it? Yeah. Is this, is this real? As, yeah. As far as as far as far my dad's words, it, it's real. I guess I could ask his daughter. Why would his yeah. fucking daughter know? Like for real, for uh, real, meanie. Your daughter know that well, motherfucker got dick fucking <laughs> fucking fly on his dick. And so, was it on the top? Was it on the bottom? I don't know. Just tip. right on the dickhead, I guess. I don't know. Does that mean he's got a stinky dick? Like, why would you get a t- fly? Like, cause flies are attracted to stankness, right? <laughs> why would you that's want somebody saying. to do that anyway? Yeah, dude, that's kind of crazy. I've done some crazy shit, but fuck. I mean, I pierced my ball sack before with a fucking nail. I but didn't know it, that. Ah, damn. Oh, we'll get into that. Next fucking lesson is don't do it with the nail. <laughs> I've done you it. used to do it. I remember when you got them te- taser, teasers, te- teasers or tasers. Whatever the shit you got from your mom that zapped you. Mm. You put on your fucking forehead. Tens unit. Tens unit. <laughs> that was when you lived across from Colonel Wright. And we were prank phone calling people. We called yep. Hawaii. This motherfucker calls someone in Hawaii from my phone and was like, I just got to let you know this, man. Uh, your wife cheated on you with me and I fucking have AIDS. And I'm just like, you son of a bitch. You're doing that from my phone. But the cool thing is, is like, this is so old. We had the landlines and I had a fucking tap thing. Like you put it like this thing. I don't know where I got it, but you put the tap on the back and you can like plug it into something. And you can hear everything you're saying. So this guy's like, hello. And I'm like, yo, man. He's like, he's like, 
Yeah, what's going on? I'm like, Cindy there? Like, I, we're, I don't know. I was like, Cindy there? He's like, who the fuck's Cindy? I'm like, your wife, man. He's like, why would you ask for my wife? I'm like, well, actually, now that you answered the call, I should probably let you know. She's cheating on you, man. I'm sorry. And like, I fucking tell you something else. I got AIDS. <laughs> Have a good life. No. no. We, call, we call a lot we of people. We call them back. Well, how old kidding. were you guys when you did this? 32. <laughs> it was last week. 21. 21. 22. Yeah. 22. 22. <laughs> trying to figure out things to you do. You were still using landlines? Oh, dude. I, I, no, tripped, my bro- my I, tripped, my, I tripped my brother out real bad when he was a youth pastor and doing the things that he was doing and his kid was being born and he was kind of like hanging out with us and like not anyways he wanted to be out of that lifestyle and he got all fucked up with us one night and then he went home and he had this van this caravan and i called him i still have actually jimmy has it on tape me calling him on that thing and i was just like because my brother was like the master of pranks if pranks were going to happen nick was doing it right so I called him. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, 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 this is fucking, this is blah, blah. I had this accent going. He's like, okay. I'm like, yeah, man. Well, I witnessed you hitting my car the other day with your caravan uh, license plate, blah, blah, when you were leaving uh, address, blah, blah. Like my address. He's like, uh, what? Uh, you don't even need to deny it. I saw it. We can just talk about it over a pizza pie. Let's let's get together, blah, blah. And like, I totally <laughs> played it out for like two minutes. My, my brother's like, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, ah, come on, man. We don't have to get the law involved, but you're going to pay for what the fuck you did. I saw you goddamn do it. And I just laid into him, have it all on tape. <laughs> Good times. Awesome. He was he was shitting bricks. He's having a kid. He's trying to get out of religion. <laughs> He's threatened, trying call, to he threatened to call the cops on me. For what? I bought a half ounce, I think. I was getting a half ounce or an ounce from him. Oh yeah, when you were and he, he like ripped me off, and I kept calling him and leaving messages on his answer machine. He sold you weed when it was illegal, and you he threatened to call the cops it's on you. Fake weed, right? He never gave me the weed, <laughs> and I kept leaving the messages on his answer machine. And he he answered one day. And he's like, "Listen, motherfucker, if you call me again, I'm taking these tapes to the cops." You're like, "You fucking sold me," and I'm shit. and it scared the shit out of me because it's right there, proof. So I, I quit calling Didn't him. Didn't he and, find you with nunchucks or so like he, stab you with the samurai sword or something? Yeah, eventually. So he still crazy. owes you money too then, He huh? still owes me a motherfucking eighth weed. Hey, will you or put I mean, some I money on his food. fucking books though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. This is good. This is good times. <laughs> we can use all of this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Max will go through Probably. It. He's a bitch. Probably. Probably. Uh, so going back to uh, King's Garden. Oh shit! Oh shit! Um, so, sorry. sorry it, it's no. it's a little cooler though, right? With the window weird. open. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, my butt. I don't, I don't my hear any right. dog barking or nothing. I heard one. I was like, Arr! I was like, what the fuck? Is Cheech here? You should have brought Cheech. Cheech. Cheech is cooler than fucking this guy. Cheech is cool. <laughs> we should do a podcast with Cheech. It's Cheech fucking sitting here. <laughs> Cheech Pondo. Cheech Pondo. So, um, we got a thing move. Dickhead. Fuck. Let's take our shirts off. It's pretty hot. <laughs> good. I totally thought, I was like, what if we start talking about when Pondo always gets naked and then Pondo gets naked Dude. on the podcast? And then we all have can to take you, our can shirts you off. put a little like thing there? Blur it out. Okay. Yeah. I might. The yeah. funniest. Time. If I get up and take a piss and you guys talk, I, I might come back like that. <laughs> the funniest. 
if, if you've ever party with Ponder, you, you've seen him naked. It's nothing new. It doesn't bother me. It's like a normal day. I've seen him naked we were, three times already. Today. We were at yeah. a fucking I'm naked Halloween. right now. You don't even know. We were at a Halloween party, and he came as a penguin. <laughs> and halfway through the party, he's butt naked, riding around on a tricycle with nothing but his penguin feet on. It was fucking hilarious, dude. And it is like kind of see. That's when I figured out the naked gig was kind of played out because it was kind of funny and it was like, oh fuck, like people haven't seen. Oh, what the shit? We're like twenty five or twenty four, you know. And I'm doing it, and then like the factor kind of got lost, you know. And I was like, fuck. And then we went out to breakfast the next day, like the group of people, like a core group of people, like Farg Dog and me, and like all of our friends. And then like I'm at like like a Steakhouse or we had like a Denny's or Cherry's or something, and I'm in my fucking penguin suit. I put my penguin suit back on, so <laughs> I go like I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna go in there naked. I'm gonna be in my penguin suit, and then didn't I like rip it and like hitting my balls? Dude, out? you're you didn't have any undies on, and you're yeah, because the penguin <laughs> suit and I just lifted it. Didn't have any undies. Straight opened his legs <laughs> up wide, so <laughs> my his balls are hanging out. And the people in the next booth got up and laughed. <laughs> They're like Jesus. He, and I'm, I'm he asked like, he asked for booze, and they fucking denied him. <laughs> Seven like, thirty no in the morning, booze, penguin. And I'm like. Come on, it's like 10 a.m. at a Denny's. Like 730. Yeah. yeah, it was early. We were like got up because I mean, at my early days, if you partied with me and we we're drinking, I I was the first one up. I might be fucking assed out late, but I'm the first one up and people are like, God damn oh, it. Well, no. The loudest, worst motherfucker. Hey, guys, guys, I'm opening fucking beers. Everybody's drinking. Mm-hmm. We're taking shots. No, I, I remember Noxious. partying and drinking. You, you'd pass out at like midnight. And then I'd, I'd go to sleep at like one or two. Right. I wake up and you be butt ass naked, peeing in the corner. Yeah. I was in the middle the, of the house. Yeah. And then he laid down in your bed. Do you remember that? It was when he lived with a girlfriend of ours. She was dating uh, one of your last. One what of street? Your, <laughs> right across from Hoover's almost. Yeah. yeah. Hoover no, no. Her. Yeah, and it was the it was oh, the Halloween party yeah, Halloween where party. he dressed as oh, Fourteenth when I lived on Fourteenth, cutting the dust. Yeah, yeah. When I was sober, the clown. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fell asleep on the ground. I wake uh-huh. up. I see Ponda's uh, butt cheeks, uh-huh. and there's a puddle of piss <laughs> on the ground. I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" And I'm like, "I didn't do that." Like, I'd come through and be like, "I didn't do that." He fucking. We got up to help you, and you fucking went and crawled into Maxwell's bed, and oh, we had to shit. get you back up. I don't know the second part of that story. Yeah, I yeah. know doing it. I didn't live I there. Guess. What are you talking about? We were staying the night there because we were partying. Yeah. So and you the had bed your bed that on the floor. Uh, he yeah. went and crawled into under your blankets. Or and Max was like, yeah. "Fuck it, whatever." There were some other things. Tommy Bahama, love it. I love it. It <laughs> makes me happy. It's dude. When you're fat and t-shirts are hot, this thing breathes, and it's hot. If you guys don't know, it is hot as motherfucking Satan's testicles in this bitch. Yeah, but it looks like polyester or something. It's not. It's made out of children's tears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are children's tears soft? Comfortable? Yeah. 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 $7.99 Walmart. I'm embracing the fat guy middle age. You paid $8 for that shirt. I got another one, too. You can't buy a shirt for $8 at Goodwill. They do it at Walmart. Dude, they got a whole rack of them. Maybe I just want to be on an island somewhere. Partying <laughs> in the sand. <laughs> You need to go back to Hawaii. I think that's your uh, that's your your native land, dude. I Ava, I'm good. Ava wants to go to Hawaii really bad, mm. and I've always wanted to go and just 
live like a year and just live on the beach. Live, find a fucking. Find just a set couple, up a tent. Yeah, get a couple, get a couple trees and have a hammock. Fuck yeah! Oop, that's that's what I, I always wanted to do. That just for a year though, because I'd, I'd probably get island fever. With your kids and stuff? No, by myself. By yourself? This was back before I was even married and shit. Okay. He said when I was Ava. younger. So he said you and Ava want to do it. No, well, Ava wants to go to Hawaii really bad, but I always had this thing where I wanted to go and be a beach bum for like a year. Yeah, I want to take off when fucking my kid graduates. So it's a split. Yeah, what are you going to do? I don't know. I know I don't want to be here. Can't and it's becoming, it's becoming more and more apparent that I don't want to fucking be around like not be around but like stationary for too long i think it's fun what i'm doing now and everything's fine and i'm having a great time man playing music fucking have great friends i love portland i love where i'm at but i want to fucking i want to travel i want to go yeah see i'm kind of over portland are you i'm i'm ready to go somewhere dude i don't care anymore i would leave in a heartbeat well, do you want to experience more shit, or you're just you're tired of Portland, but that doesn't mean you want to go back to where you were? Yeah, where do you want to go? Somewhere more rural. Oh, really? I'm sick of living in the city. Arizona. See, I would, I would, I would, I wouldn't necessarily travel to cities, but I would travel just to say because I think it's ignorant for people to say like, like I mean, I'm fucking cool with going rural or traveling and going to like somewhere where, you know. I can't just, I don't want to just say, oh, fuck that. I want to be able to say, fuck that, because I've been there. Right. Fuck that. Or, that's awesome, because I've been there. Where would you go if you could go? I could straight say, fuck that, to Florida. I don't give a shit to ever go to Florida. You never been there. Might I don't be the care. best. You, you, no. Everybody wears that fucking eight dollar shirt in Florida. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay? and you I fit know, right in. And, right. I, and I know a guy that's lived that moved down to Florida recently, and he fucking loves it. Hurricanes. I don't know, man. Bullshit. There's just there's I don't know. There's something about Florida. Like I have zero <laughs> desire to go. <laughs> Wait, oh, that's funny. Ever since Al Gore lost that fucking election, yeah. <laughs> I have not liked Florida. No, dude, that might be your most favorite place. That might be exactly. That might be a Chinese restaurant. You might you. be able to okay? ride an alligator no into idea. a Chinese restaurant and fucking be like, "Hey, Szechuan chicken right now," and yeah. the alligator's <laughs> like, "Me too," and feed him. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'll never go to Florida. <laughs> I want to go to New York though. I'd like to go to New York for like a week. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go. Yeah, Would you like Florida. to stay? No. Oh. New York? Yeah. No, probably not. Who knows? Maybe. Well, Maybe. What if you I mean, it? it might be the coolest shit ever. I don't know. I've, I've, I've always, I've ever since I was pizza. three years old, I've wanted to go to New York. Dude, my I mom, was... I told my mom, my dad, I, I always, see, I've always had this vision of being in the city when I was a kid, and now I'm kind of in the city. I mean, I live in Milwaukee, but I can, I'm just inches from the city, got a jam spot in the city. It's like, I, I love it. I just don't, I guess I don't see all the negativity that most people see. Maybe because I've always kind of wanted it, you know? Yeah. Well, you live in it. You see all the homeless and all that shit on a day-to-day basis. It doesn't bother it doesn't, me. doesn't bother me either. I mean, it gets a little annoying. They're homeless for a reason. I mean, there's right. a reason why it's there. But it's you not... got all these people that live in fucking small little towns that all have to do with bash Portland and, and say how shitty it is. And it's like, dude, you live in a town of 14,000. Well, that's because that's got, what like, they want. That's what they've always... I mean, I think we have a lot of friends that have came to the city, kind of wanted that, understood that that's not what they want. They're not there anymore. And they realize that what they want is where they're at. (laughs) Well, most people go to the city because you can get work. Yeah. That's another thing. You're completely right. I make more now than I've ever made living in a city Mm -hmm. doing 
I mean, not necessarily less work, but I've worked a lot harder and fucking made a lot Fuck less. That. What time did you get off today? Like I said, I've worked a lot harder and made a lot less. One thirty. Still made more than most people. Shut up. You're going to work there, too. (laughs) I know. Start Tuesday. That's something that you want to fucking talk about. But I'm saying, yeah, you got to come to the city to make bucks. But at the same time, it's expensive. Well, why haven't you gone to New York yet? Why don't you just take a vacation? That's true. Because when he goes on vacation, he goes to fucking Condon. That's his vacation. That's not true. Maybe maybe he wants New York to be a vacation. Every year, when you take your vacation... And not not nothing against the Condonites that you go see. I love those people, Nicole's parents and shit. Mm-hmm. But would I spend my week vacation going to Condon every time? No, that's not. I don't go every time. I just got back from vacation. Yeah, that was that was a good one. I should have went. Yeah, it was awesome. We were supposed camping, to go to the motherfucking Redwoods. Tent, tent camping for nine days, which it's hard. It's harder than I thought. I've never been tent camping anywhere for nine days. Five days I've been fucking, I think maybe the longest, maybe even pushed to six, and that's with the drive. But fucking nine days on the land, tent camping, it gets rough. That's and a long I had, time. I had people coming in, like, shuffling in and out, and they were like, fuck mosquitoes, man, fuck this. And I'm just sticking here going, Dude. no, this is fucking cool. This is cool. But when I left, I was, like, ready to be back home in Milwaukee in my fucking apartment Curled up in my bed with the AC on, just chilling. Camping's fun, but I don't like going that long without taking a shower or... Oh, I showered three times. Oh, okay. Yeah, there, there's shower... Not on the site that we had. We had to drive like 10 miles, but there I showered three times when we are gone. <laughs> three times in nine days, I was fucking stinky, Pondo, because <laughs> I also drank very heavily those nine days. For the first time. Dude, ever because I usually don't. The worst is camping. The it was by far the best camping I've ever done. But the worst is country fair. Dude, you'd go. Never been. No, I can't believe you never went. I cannot believe you never went. Don't like it. Don't agree with it. Don't fuck it. Shut the fuck up. Hate naked people. I tell you what, I would go. You, we'd go down on a Thursday and come back Monday, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't shit the whole time we were there. Because your balls are pretty much dipped in the fucking hippie juice. That well, you have such a thing with shitting anyways, dude. dude. There's, there's three thousand people on this property, and there's six porta potties, and they fill up oh, fast. And your pretty... your nuts straight dip in the poo. You got to hold your nuts. Did you poop? It did not dip in yeah, the poo. Yeah, you pooped while you're there. Right? Oh, of course I did. I'm yeah, not gonna go four I days. Did. I did, but I'd, I'd wait till it was like. Two in the morning, and I'd walk way <laughs> over on the other side by the trail to the fair. So it's it's false and, what you just you know, said that it, you it did not false. shit. Yeah. Well, no. So the where first did you year, shit? where did you shit? Where you there? I didn't shit. The first year, I didn't shit the whole time. How do you even remember that? We went five years in a row. I could tell I you just, like three events that happened over five. And you years. know what? My first year, I went. I was about twelve feet away from the shitters. We set our we camp always, up right next. We to always we always camp next to them. Well, you want to be close. We always stay in the same spot. Yeah. Other than the first year we went, every other year after that, we all stayed. We always stayed in that same area with that big meadow with the trees. Darling reunion. Fucking love it. You have to be invited now. I saw I saw a car the other day in Northeast or Southeast when I was fielding polls. I think I sent you. Didn't I sent you that polo of like they yeah, had like had nine Darling reunion mm-hmm. fucking stickers on it. Dude, that was up until like last year or the year before they were going. Oh, they dude, were going. that was that was. What the fuck? Probably the coolest experience in my life is going to fair. I've loved it. That was so when we, how old were we? we? Were nineteen when we went the first time? I think we were eighteen. 18. 
and it fucking blew my mind. People wearing hats with nugs sticking off and people on stilts walking around oh, fuck, dude. 15 feet the off fair, the ground. The just fair doing itself, what they want, you know? The fair itself, whatever. It's cool. It's like a tricked out Saturday market for anybody who's never been. But the cool part is, is all the booths are there year round and it floods every year. Or maybe not every year, but it floods. And so the booths are like covered in moss and all kinds of cool shit. So it's it's like... I didn't remember it flooding. I I could be mistaken, but I I I think one of the guys. Well, why are there or, or no? Like during the winter. Yeah, it, I was gonna say during the winter. I just uh, one one memory that burned into my mind is uh, when we'd go to the town Venita and we'd have to get like ice or Cheez Its or whatever, and we'd go in the grocery store. And they were just disgusted yeah. with all of us. They like, knew exactly what you were doing. Yeah, they're like, these motherfucking hippies. You know, See, they hated us I being had, there. He's talking about, we'll go back to Country Fair, but he's talking about like small towns and doing shit like that. When, fuck, I know I keep going further and further. When I'm in, when I'm in Condon, though, sometimes I go to like the little market. Well, and I look at you like Last a, time, yeah, I had my uh-huh. fresh mohawk going on and I was helping my in-laws move. First and mohawk. It's the first one ever. First Mohawk ever. And uh, the chick, I was a chick or the dude. I can't remember. They're like, they're like, oh, is there something? No, no, I'm sorry. It was at the drugstore because Murray's Drugs is where they sell the booze. It's like the liquor store slash drugstore slash like convenience store. So I go in there to get a bottle. And they're like, is there something going on? Because sometimes they get like biker gangs that come, not gangs, but, you know, bikers that come through. They're doing like a whatever they're traveling through, they're doing an abate or something. And I'm like, nah, I'm just here with my in-laws helping them move. And then, and then she's like, oh, as soon as I drop their name, they're like, I know you. Mm-hmm. But automatically they assume like, hey, what's going on? No, no, You're not trouble, no but hey, what's going on? Is there going to be more of you goddamn hooligans? Are you <laughs> fucking legal? Do you have your papers? Do you have so, your green card? I get it. I get it. But that's, I mean, that's human nature. To, to see something that's abnormal and instantly not judge. I guess judge is the right word. Yeah. I mean, I get, I guarantee you both do it on a daily basis. You see Everybody something that's it. abnormal to you yeah. and your mind goes, boom. Well, oh, and, yeah. and think about it. You're, you're living in that town of Anita, probably like a thousand people. And then for four days, every July, there's an extra 20,000 people or whatever. Exactly. And they're just all gnarly and stinky. And right. They, Right. Crunchy and gross. Boobies. Right. Yeah. Painted boobies. Yeah. Boobies. Right. Some of our friends, I always want to see their boobies, and I got to see them at the fair, but they're always painted. Oh, did you shut your mouth. Even, that Hoover, it for you? even Hoover got his boobies painted. <laughs> he did. He <laughs> There's did. pictures of that. I seen I him. I seen Jim. I, I have a friend that went to a festival in Wisconsin. Where? Uh, in Kurt Olson. You know Kurt. No, where did they go? In, in Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Did I say it wrong? Wisconsin? It sounds like you're saying West Wisconsin. Wisconsin? I don't know. I don't know if it was in Wisconsin or where it was. <laughs> Maybe he, he, it was his younger days, and he told me a story where <laughs> it was like a hippie fest. And he met this chick, and they're fucking free love and whatever. He's a bit older, so it was a while back, probably in the 70s. And he said he woke up. And the only thing that was clean on her body, because he had milk mustaches, the only thing that was clean on her body was right around her nipples, where where, his, where he was sucking. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Everything else is 
dirty, and I'm like, fucking high five. Dude. Oh, that's awesome. The, oh, Why have milk mustache? Did she, did she oh, a chocolate milk mustache because he had the oh, dirt the in his dirt. mouth. Like this, Parker, here's a tit, and it's all dirty, and you suck on it, and it goes like this, and goes around. Yeah, that's why. But it's only... That's funny. That's fucking awesome. That's fucking awesome. My dad I'd woke never up. do that, though. My never. dad woke up in Vietnam and had blood around his mouth. Oh, shit. And he chased her out with his sidearm. That, will be, de- that will be deleted. No, leave that one. That's a good one. <laughs> she, she ran out with one arm. No. And he had blood in his mouth. He woke up. He ate her arm off. He woke up and uh, <laughs> he had blood on his mouth. Oh, I thought he said he ate her arm. And uh, when he looked in the mirror, he's all bloody and he knew what happened, you know. And so he no, grabbed his know. gun and chased her out of his the hut. But he didn't eat her arm, so why was his he mouth ate, bloody? He ate something else. I know, dude. <laughs> Got it. Got uh, it, Mr. Rogers. He also told me that he, he spent nine days. Is it, was it nine? Three or six or nine, we'll just say one of those three, those numbers. But he spent it in three. an opium den with some old Vietnamese dude. And he said the whole time he was in there, he was just fucked up on opium, but he didn't speak Vietnamese. So he was just talking to him, thinking he was communicating with him. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And they're just both just like, oh, yeah. yeah he has his M16 like strapped around. No shirt. God, that's crazy. That is fucking nuts. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Three to six to nine days in a foreign country, and you're there with the military, and you're in a den, just like opening den, getting fucked up. Well, yeah, like you're you're thinking you're gonna die at any point. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, you have to. You have to. I mean, fuck. He was 18, 19 years old at that point. Probably didn't have much care in the world, but at the same time, you have to. Well, yeah. Consider. Can you can you imagine if all three of us went to some war when we were nineteen? Right now or when I was nineteen? No, when you were nineteen. I thought I about think, when, think I, when, I was, when I was eighteen. I thought about that. If, yeah. Think about your mindset now compared to nineteen. Way different. Oh shit! That's what I'm saying. Nineteen, part of thirty-five. I'd be fucking scared shitless yeah. and have all these worries, oh, all this yeah, panic, man. all this fucking. I got all these things back home. Oh my god. Oh my god. But nineteen, I'd probably be like, I'd be in that opium den, probably. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. I'm not sure. I, I'd probably be like, well, fuck, at least I'm down here. Yeah. I can't, <clears throat> I remember when I turned 18 and thought about that. I was living up on 13th Street. That's respectable, dude. That's crazy. That, that and I, I remember I was like, dude, my dad was in killing people at the age I'm right now. And all I want to do is hang out with my girlfriend and smoke lots of weed. That's all he wanted to do. That's all he right. did, too. Like That's he said, he, he, he was Red drafted, right? He he was drafted, but then he signed up. So exactly, he but he was go. smart because he said he was drafted, and then he was like, "I can pick where I'm going to go instead of being mandated where I'm going to go." Could you imagine sitting there and watching the TV screen? And just, I think that's how it worked back then, or something. Like, how would you know? It's Did they not send a you football a football draft. It's not like no. Like, <laughs> the way I picked him the fucking first round draft because he throws hard and shoot in Pondo. Maybe they do yeah, send you throw maybe, a bomb hard. Maybe they do send you a letter. But the way I it's, picture the I think draft it's a letter. is like yeah, it's I don't, on the and you see your fucking no. I don't think they did. Because think about it. Like how many people got drafted? Right. Yeah, that's a dumb thought. Process. Well, Why I don't think that. Think about it now. The way the times are. That not to shift know. it to dark, but <laughs> <laughs> Maxwell and I have sons that are right in that. I mean, really, if shit hit the fan, our kids are going to be fighting the war. That's yeah. the crazy thing is that we are we're past the age that they would even. Yeah, I mean, consider they, us. Like, they might take us eventually, but I mean, they're going to hit our kids. up. 
No, it's usually between like 19 and 29. We're, mm-hmm. we're considered old. Like they don't want us anymore. So I'm like, I'm cool. I'm so glad too. Yeah, it's all right. I'm not going. But That's the only thing that I tell my kids. I'm like, you guys can do anything you want once you uh, graduate high school, but go into the service. So nothing that, or anything else but that. So what you so I bet this would be come up in the podcast eventually. Your biggest fear in life, right? Mine's not necessarily for myself. Right. I mean, now. honestly speaking, really, truly, honestly, hundred percent fucking selfishness aside, because I am selfish with a lot of things I do in my life, but that would be um probably fucking one of the hugest fear of my life is my son's future doing something like that. Yeah. I could imagine because I'd be here being like, fuck dude, I'm at Walmart buying something or whatever. Like things are in my kid. God, where the fuck is he? What the hell is he doing? What the shit is going on? Do you think back then people's mindsets were different? Like they thought it was patriotic and that's what you needed to do compared to now. Like they did in, in, in the civil war, they did in world war one, they did in world war two, probably the Korean war. I think once it started getting around to the Vietnam War, people were like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. And then, I mean, after that was Iraq. And now, I don't know. I think most people are either hardcore one way or the other. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of a div- dividing split. It's like almost at the time for Civil War again, unfortunately. I guess. I don't know. I don't want to go political with this. But, I mean, I guess it's like a fucking splitting time where we're going to have to decide. I can see it, I can see it happening. But just this being said, all you motherfuckers out there that have joined up, you got cojones. Because true, I would never sign my name on that line. True, that's no. a tough one. That is a fucking tough one. And that you got to be a tough son. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I seen Full Metal Jacket. You know, mm-hmm. I and seen that's what how happens. It was, dude. Pilot fucking. Or, my uh, dad told me stories about boot camp, and that's exactly that how it is. Couldn't do it. I, I want to do boot camp just to see what it's like. See, it's not the same anymore. Fuck. They they scream and yell at you now. Back then, they they fucking hit you and stuff. What, how do you know that it's not like that, though? I've talked to people that have been to boot camp. Recently? Like within the last well, 10 years? Yeah. Oh. It's probably different now compared I've, to what it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. They probably have more regulations where they can't, like... Hey, call you a piece much. of shit or you know like they, they, pretty soon they're gonna fucking have to like your, your face is really ugly you know they yeah. have to say stupid stuff like yeah. that but should they no i think they should they should well, they should prepare you for the worst yeah possible because the scenario. other country that you're gonna be fighting against yeah. is not they're, fucking desensitizing yeah. anything speaking of the country we're fighting against north korea all the countries including canada every single one uh did you hear that king jong-un Passed, dead. passed the law saying that you have to give up your family pets so that you can eat them. Who knows, dude? Who, where do you? Who I knows read that, that shit. Doing? I read on that what? shit on a fe- Facebook feed, or did you no, read it on, on a fucking... uh, Reddit? Yeah, Reddit. Same thing, dude. It's still somebody whatever. fucking somebody posted it. I, but I, I saw it more than once. I saw it a couple different. All times. right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Social media and. The involvement with not just our kids, but us. Like the way they Dude. fucking view things. I want to do that, but I got to go to the bathroom. So you guys go ahead and I'll be back in a minute. Okay. So what? <laughs> Social media involvement and the way we fucking view things. Not just us, our kids. Vice versa. I, I hate social media to a certain extent, but... 
you're on it all the time. I owe you today, hung over on the couch, drank a half a bottle of vodka last night, hung over on the couch. I probably say I sat there, laid there for five hours. I probably spent three and a half, maybe pushing four hours watching Facebook videos. Yeah. You get caught up in that Karen shit and fucking, you know. Yeah, I try to, I try to, I try to stay off that once I start getting in the rabbit hole. But I mean, you could ask my wife. I'll spend hours Mm -hmm. sitting on the couch watching YouTube videos that I like. But it's usually like music or like influential figures that I, I want, like, you know, fucking musicians and shit like that. So whether that's positive or negative or whatever it takes my mind off of things but it's Shit, like what i'm important on. it's like it's what's important to me right you know or what's yeah important, what i mean I should be important the amount of time that most people's eyes are glued to their phone is outrageous like ava dude she didn't come out of the room today she sat in the room on fucking the phone for pretty much all day long when i was her age dude i didn't want to be inside i wanted to be outside hanging out with my friends Right, right. That's yeah. My my son's the same way. At least in the last few years, I mean, it's, well, like it's harder there. Games. I mean, you guys have the apartment, so it's not like you can just go in the backyard and chill. Yeah, but I mean, he has options to do that. Yeah, he got wanted friends. to. Yeah, friends close, but it's just. But I had motorcycles and shit when I was young, so I was out riding motorcycles with my neighbor friends and. Oh, speaking Maxwell. What's up? Can we take like a five minute break? We could do that. We could edit it out, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, let's take it. Right. Let's take it five. I need. I dude, it's fucking hot. I need like a five. Are you gonna pause it so we know? Where... Well, because I got I got a lot of shit to say, but goddamn. No, I want to say this one real quick. Oh. So this has to be in it. Okay. Uh, me, you, and Irvin, we were hanging out at my house and <laughs> taking whippets. Why fucking do this? And do you remember Irvin jumping onto my glass coffee table and it bouncing them off? Yeah. That pissed me off so bad, but that's not what I was going to talk about. <laughs> Fuck you. I was going to say, that's the story you want to tell? <laughs> no. It was when we partied at the neighbor's house. I think mine's fucked up. And uh, <laughs> uh, flip, it, flip it. We spin it around. We got you to believe and that. Then turn a, the thing. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, there you go. We got you to believe that okay. a paintball was a fucking gumball. Yeah, no, I remember that one. <laughs> and it blew up in your mouth. No, we were, we were partying at our friend's house that was down the street from your dad's house from the yellow house and we went over there and we were drinking like the the girl there were like three kids and the mom was partying with us too yeah because the mom and dad just gotten divorced so yeah. she was drinking with us like she was a teenager yeah man and i didn't think much about it then it's fucked up now, but now man she was like we were like 17 or younger man and she's getting fucked up with us yeah. taking shots and, and stuff. like you guys do it too yeah there were probably like 30 yeah, high school kids there, and she's getting drunk yeah, with all of us. You can't fucking do that now. No, I mean not even should you do that. I would never endorse. I mean, never endorse that ever. I, I could, I can't take responsibility over that many fuck people. No, I mean, but we, I mean, we didn't think much about it then. And somebody, somebody had a a canister of paintballs. There are probably 50 of them in there. And one of you guys... One Let's of you, fucking load it up! No, no. One, of, one, of, one of these turdballs pulled a bunch out and we went walking <sighs> to go to Fred Meyer or something and they're like, hey, Maxwell, you want a gumball? And I'm like, <laughs> sure. And so they give me two of them. <laughs> pop them in my mouth. Bite into those oh, paintballs, dude. You fucking had green mouth for fucking oh, days. Oh, man, I couldn't believe it. Oh, I was like... Was 
Yeah, I'm taking a break. You guys are assholes. Dude, uh, when I was moving out of the yellow house and our friend up the hill, scary, was supposed to help me move. And we looked over and he was sitting on the log. He he'd ate a bunch of acid that night, night before. And he fucking walked over to my house. And instead of waking us up, he just sat on the log all night long, <laughs> hallucinating and shit. <laughs> but uh, you remember having to catch all the cats in the cages? Me, you, and him, we caught all the cat, the stray cats at my house. I don't, I don't remember doing it, but I remember you talking about it. What the fuck? How do you not remember? We'd catch them. I remember catching raccoons or squirrels oh, or something. We caught a bunch of cats. There was like 12 of them or something. And then we took them down to Home at Last, but Home at Last was closed. So we took them back to the house and let them all go again. Why did you have so many cats? We started out with one. And uh, was just humping it, it up. It got knocked up. And then it getting just, out of control. It just he's a cat man. It just out of control. We had fucking cats everywhere. It's ridiculous. And my dad named it Diane, and I never realized up until you know ten years ago that the reason why he <laughs> named it Diane because my mom and him were just divorced, and we got a Siamese cat. I had to watch him shoot that fucker. It got rabies, and uh, he held it down and he shot it three times in the head with a twenty-two before it finally died. There was a lot of animal shooting going on at the Yellow House. Oh, dude, there's a lot of shooting. And you, you had a you had a swimming pool in the backyard that we never even got to swim in. Oh. What's up with that, dude? I stabbed a skunk in there and it sprayed us. <laughs> you got sprayed by a skunk? <laughs> yeah. Did you do a the, tomato bath? No, I didn't. But tomato my dad sauce? was fucking pissed when he got home and the everything just was skunk skunk smell. Who who was it? Just you by yourself? No, it was me, my brother, and the Dotson brothers. Mm. And uh the the stairs leading down in, there were normal stairs. But you could you could pop it up and lift them up, and there's a skunk under there. And uh, I took a spear that my dad had made because he was weird. It was a big old nail that he attached to a broom handle, and I fucking stabbed the skunk with it, and it sprayed all of us. It was in the trap. No, it was just chilling. It was just chilling. It let you. It just hung out there while you stabbed it. No, it was hiding under there, and then I opened it up and stabbed it. Man. (laughs) What, what what is it like to get sprayed by a skunk? It, it doesn't it doesn't smell like it's, a regular skunk. No, right? like when you if you if you smell a skunk that's freshly sprayed, it burns your nose and your eyes. It sucks. When you drive down the road and a skunk sprayed a block away, it smells like dank weed, right? Yeah, that's what it smells like. But uh, yeah, fresh freshly sprayed skunk, it, it burns you. It burns your nose. Does oh it shit! I fucking lost my goddamn whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Does it? Does it? Uh, does it burn your eyes too? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like pepper spray. Yeah. It's not like not that bad. Have you been sprayed by pepper spray? No, I've been. So a friend of ours' parents owned a Chinese restaurant downtown, and when? Yeah. Yeah. So it was her and two of her girlfriends. One of them isn't with us anymore. Yeah. Um, and then her boyfriend at the time, we all know him. And then Dotson and me, we go down there and, uh, oh, maybe the boyfriend wasn't there. I know it was just me and Dotson and we go there and we were going to stay the night there. And so we're in there drinking the the whiskeys and Dotson's taking shots of fucking root beer schnapps and we're hanging out. And then the boyfriend shows up and, uh. I don't know if he was pissed that we were there and he wasn't invited. I don't know 
but he ended up spraying mace into the, the the door jam into the restaurant. Just to be a turd? I think so. And uh, his girlfriend had asthma or something, and she didn't deal with it very well. It was pretty bad. But, uh, yeah, he called the cops on him and shit. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I reached out to him. Hopefully he'll, he'll get a hold of me. I've been trying to reach out to him for quite a while. And I'll get a hold of him eventually. Yeah. He was there for a minute. He was a pretty good friend there right when we graduated. He was at my house. He worked at a, a subway in, in Big Jim or at uh, Biggs, Biggs Junction. Really? That's a drive. Yeah, he worked at a subway there and he would he would come over and we'd get stoned and he'd bring subway and shit. Why didn't he just work at the one in Dallas? I don't know. You, uh, maybe he can confirm or deny this, but we had a friend who worked at Subway in the Dallas, and he he did like the classic stand on top of the counter and take his shirt off and fuck you, I'm out of here when Ooh, he quit. I don't know that one. No? I know one of our friends back when they used to give you the stamps, and yeah. I'd go in there and he'd just fucking. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'd have like six. Six cards full. That I think he got fired for that too. But we, we ate free subs so, for oh months. God, yeah, I remember when Subway first came around when they used to cut the tops into it. You know, they cut it and cut it and they pulled the triangle strip out. They don't do that anymore. No, they cut it right down the middle and open it like a. I never go there anymore. What? I had a bad experience back in the day. When oh I, my god! When I worked at the gas station. Um, I, I, when we lived at the trailer, or when I lived at the trailer with our friend before you moved in, I ate it one day at the gas station, and I went back to the trailer, and dude, I charfed my guts out for 18 hours, and I didn't eat it again for like 10 years. Really? I love Subway. It's it's overrated. I'd, I'd much rather have Quiznos than Subway. Do you know that there's more Subways than any other fast food restaurant there's more subway there's like twice as many subways as there are mcdonald's shut the fuck up there's so many subways dude they need a bigger selection like they need to get some mushrooms on that fucking menu they don't have mushrooms in subway's menu no when's the last oh, time shit. you ate there bullshit oh, fucking 10 days ago <laughs> dude when they're doing that buy one get one free so if you have the app you can do buy one get one i was eating them probably twice a week i'll get a sub for me <laughs> I get a sub for me and a sub for Vera. Sub for me and another sub for me. But the thing about it is is you can order them online, but you can't get exactly what's in the store. Right. When you can do that. Sometimes uh, different stores had different policies. Like the $5 subs. $5 foot long. Yeah. Then they stopped doing it. It was like $5.75. Well, now it's sketchy. Now it's like fucking, it's not even, what is it? Like buy one, get one for twice the amount or something. It's ridiculous, dude. I would, <laughs> buying a $10 sub is just ridiculous. Well, you remember uh, New York City Sub Shop? I never ate there. Oh, dude, man, I, just ate a, I just ate a fucking Mike. What's that place called? Sub- Mike's. No, Jersey Mike's. Uh, Jersey, Jersey Mike's. Mike's. Oh, man. Yeah, those are good. Dude, they put the I fucking, oh, they put the oils and vinegars. Yeah, those Something are good. about that. I, I've dude, eaten there twice. Really and I, yeah. yeah, I fucking dig it. It is good. Remember Giuseppe's or Gino's or whatever was Giuseppe's right down the street. Is the shit too here no, in Gresham. Not Giuseppe's. Gino's. That's where at our, the Fred Myers by the Fred Myers that little sub shop where they cut the meat in front of you. The in guy. Gresham. What? Yeah. No, in Fairview. Sorry. You oh, Gino's. Yeah, off of two hundred and seventh. 
Oh, no, not 207. Oh, Sargos. Sargos. Yeah, they went out of business. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I was thinking about something else. I, yeah. I went to this Sargos. place with my mom. You, you're the one that hooked me up at that place. It was on 200, like, we lived on what? 205th, 207, 200, so a couple up, and it was Geno's or something like Gino's that. Geno's was the place that our friend that passed away, she worked there. Oh, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 that's right. That's it was, right. It was a bar and a restaurant. 252nd. 257th, yeah. I went yeah. there with uh, a friend of mine. Right ours. by your house. Yeah, I used to go there a lot. When I fucking uh-huh. first moved down here and I lived on your all the time. Yep. Uh, I went there with a friend of ours and we were taking Irish car bombs. And if you ever had, have you ever had an Irish car bomb? What's in it, Fire Dog? It's Kahlua or it's a Guinness. <laughs> What's in it? And then they, so they pour, you know, four inches of Guinness into a cup and then they take a shot and fill it up with. Irish whiskey and cool or something, something. It sounds Bailey's, gross Bailey's and gross. It is kind of gross, but it's. Well, you it's drop pretty... it and you chug it. But if you don't, if you don't chug it right away, it curdles. And yeah, yeah. and my buddy like milk. Yeah, it curdles, milk dude. And... It's nasty. And my buddy, our buddy, he uh, he was shit faced, and he didn't. He just kind of trying to kind of drinking it, and it curled up on him, and he fucking. He drinks it and he's standing, sitting there, and he puts his head down, and then he just starts charfing, <laughs> right there at the bar. At stool. the bar, and then he sticks, sticks his head back up, and he's like, "I need another one. This one curdled." <laughs> and the balls on that, dude. Yeah. I seen him do that. <laughs> Order couple, another one. I seen him do that a couple times, where he just put his head down, act like he just got his head down, and he's puking, and then he sit back up. He also is the same guy that would sit there. and... If he feels like he's going to puke, he just sits there and swallows over and over and over and over again so that he doesn't puke. Are we talking about Pondo? Yeah, because that's what I've been doing. You do swallow. <laughs> I'm sitting here fucking swallowing it. Oh, God. About to get naked. Uh, so earlier I tried to go back to uh, King's Garden, and we didn't quite get there. But oh, I, I wanted to, I wanted to go there because uh, – where are you going? I got paid. Oh. Um, we are not drinking alcohol. So, uh. Well, you fucking got a Hawaiian shirt on. I lived in Tualatin. Right. And I was super lonely. Uh, didn't have anybody to hang out with. And so I'd always come up to your guys' place. Right. And, uh. It's pretty rad. We had a pretty cool place going on. What? what that's Fairview, right? King's Garden. Yeah. King's Garden in Fairview. Yeah. And so, uh. I was working at a Radio Shack and I met this girl and she, I was like 19 and she was 22. Coochie pop. Coochie pop. Coochie pop. She was cool, man. She, uh, she was fucking cool. I loved hanging out with that girl. And so I started bringing her around to your place before I moved in there. And, and she got couch. along with everybody. Dude. She got along with everybody. She was super awesome. And uh, she was down for anything, man. I remember. Yeah, this, yeah. I remember this one time. There was uh, somebody had ordered um, Papa Murphy's pizza and asked for the pineapple, the, the pineapple on the yeah, side, dude. And it's set in your fridge for it's like sat in there for like fucking two or probably two or three weeks. A long time. Because the only thing the fridge was good for there was us punching it in the middle of the night <laughs> and putting like pizza that we're gonna eat the next day in or something. Yeah, but no condiments, no nothing. No. Maybe some ketchup, and that right, was it. Right, right. But yeah, some somebody opened up the fridge one night, and like, uh, I don't know if they dared her or if she's like, hey, "How much you give me to eat this?" And she ate that moldy pineapple I that. for like I can't twenty bucks we, or something. Well, I remember. Uh, fuck. 
I think it was like 20 bucks. I think we were just like, we were it was getting not hammered. Much. And we we're like, yeah, eat it for 20. She's like, I'll fucking do it. And she opened the goddamn thing and she ate it, dude. Yeah. Just started eating and we're like, all right. <laughs> this You're girl's hardcore. cool. Yeah. No, she's awesome, man. She, uh, she started hanging out with us. I was bringing her over uh, after working at Radio Shack and everything. And uh, so we, uh, we were just goofing around one day. And somebody's like, oh, let's take some pictures. Let, let's moon the camera. And so everybody drops their pants and moons the oh, camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she drops her pants low enough. <laughs> that that's when she got cooch bomb. Later man. on. Didn't she have a tampon in it? Yeah. Later on, when we went back and looked at the at the picture, we could see the string hanging <laughs> out. And so that's when we started started calling her coochie pop. Coochie pop. And she was cool with it, man. She, like, whatever. She was so rad, man. She'd hang out with us. And she was I like remember, one of the dudes. I wasn't, I wasn't with them in this story, but I remember... Uh, Nicole and her and Dusty and a, I can't remember who all went. I was at work and they went uh, to her mom's uh, boathouse up in Oregon City above where the falls are at, like where the falls are. You know what I'm talking about? Above, yeah. Like off of highway, whatever it is that goes to Canby, 990. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I got a call because uh, they took mushrooms and they went to Coochie Pop's mom's ha- boat boathouse and it was sinking. <laughs> what? Yeah, for it real? was sinking. Or there were mushrooms. Me and Nicole were just talking about the story on the way back from camping because we took 990 back the back way it back in back into town. And she's like, "Remember when Coochie Pop's mom's boat was sinking?" And I was like, "No," but I remember the story. So they were all like frying, and her, his her mom was kind of laughing. They were kind of laughing. But it was sinking, and I can't remember how they got saved from the boathouse from actually sinking <laughs> into the whole thing went down. It didn't go down. It didn't go down, but it was like they had it punctured a hole into whatever keeps up the fucking boathouse. <laughs> but they came back to my place that night, and uh, they told us about it. But they were kind of like coming down, whatever. Like they're straightening their heads. And I was like the fuck happened you guys almost died on a boathouse and you're laughing they're like yeah dude that's awesome and cooch pop's like where's the pineapple <laughs> she didn't say that but that's that's cooch pop dude she fuck no she was, she was cool she she'd come over and hang out and then she uh she started sleeping with uh one of the roommates yep and he uh he would get hammered with us every night and he, he'd have to get up at like four o'clock in the morning yeah. and go to his job at Albertsons to yeah. drive forklift or whatever. Yeah. Warehouse work. Yeah. And like he, a real job. And we we're all like, like a real job. He was like 22. Yeah. I worked at, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. Get, we'll get to that one. We'll I'm get glad you brought that up. We'll get there. Um, yeah. So he, he worked at Albertsons warehouse, which was pretty close to where, uh, we lived. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He'd wake me up fucking three o'clock in the morning to take him. Yeah. But we would drink all night long. Oh, yeah. And he'd get like two hours of sleep and get well, up and leave. He would go to sleep early. He'd go to sleep at like 10 or 11. And then we'd stay up drinking. And that's when I figured out that I could buy alcohol from the gas station across the road from us. Remember? We survived off those Taco Bell burritos across yeah. the I remember that. I didn't know you bought it was Taco alcohol. Time, wasn't it? No, no, it was Taco Bell. And hmm. I remember one night... We'll get back to what you're saying, but I remember one night 
Cause I was like, like, cause we're too young to buy alcohol. I was like, dude, come on. He's like, dude, I gotta get up in like three hours. He goes, why don't you just quit being a bitch and go try to fucking buy it yourself? And I was like, fuck, whatever. So I just march over there, fuck it, and they start selling me beer. So I never <laughs> needed him to fucking buy me beer again. And you were what, nineteen? Nineteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, so, but yeah, he fucking dude. He'd get up every fucking morning. He'd get up at three or four in the morning, go to work, and make his fourteen dollars an hour. Yeah. We'd all sleep in and get ready for our jobs at, you know, wherever, making nine dollars an hour. Right. But uh, the the hilarious thing was that uh, so he he had his dick pierced, and yeah. so he would go. He would never use the <laughs> toilet, no. right? Well, he would use the sink because it would spray into yeah. a Y. Well, he he would put he had a Prince Albert, so it would spray out the top. So he would put his he'd put his thumb on the top of his dick and push it down in the sink <laughs> into the main fucking bathroom that we had and do it in the sink. And he didn't tell me for like the first six months that that's what he's doing. And none of us cleaned the fucking bathroom, so I'd go in there I'm like, "What the hell is going on with the sink? Why is it so nasty?" And then he told me, and I'm like. Well, I ain't cleaning these. Well, I ain't cleaning it. So I just grew <laughs> fucking mold. Or Dude, whatever. we grew yeah. mushrooms in our in our bathtub up to the trailer. We'll get to that. We're talking about King's Key card. Damn it. Yeah. Yes. So so yeah. He he would. Uh, we we'd all drink all night long, and he would uh, eventually pass out yeah. with coochie pop. Yep. And then <laughs> the uh, the mornings that he didn't have to work. He'd get up in the morning and he'd take his twin mattress, just just the mattress, and he'd take it outside. And I'd be like, hey, dude, what is going on? I'd be sleeping on the couch. I'd be like, what's going on? He, I pissed it again last night. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, what? He'd take it out there, just dry it out on the porch. Do you remember how he would walk? He tiptoe. Oh, yeah. He He, he never walked flat-footed. He tiptoed. Uh-huh. So it was like big old muscular him, and he's, he's working out the cast. and he's like throwing it over the thing, and he come back, big old fucking thing of cherry skull or whatever. He's just like, hey, it's outside, and just fucking pass out for a little bit. That was fucking Hilarious. fun. Though. That dude, when uh, so I lived in Tualatin for a while, and right. then when I moved in with you guys, I started sleeping on the couch. You, you were the guy on the couch. I was the guy on the Can't couch. That couch was gross. It was pretty gross. But I, I had the job at um, Albertson's Warehouse. Al- or, yeah, yeah. No, no, not Warehouse, Albertsons. but Albertson's. Albertsons. It was on 122nd and uh, Halsey. You did night freight or something. I did right? night freight yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. And so we would get drunk Your schedule as fuck. was opposite of what our fucking schedule was. Exactly. So we would drink from like 6 to 11. Yeah. And then I'd have to go to work at midnight. Yep. I would throw freight from midnight to 8 a.m. drunk. Jesus Christ. And then I'd come back and I'd lay down on the couch at 8 a.m. And all you guys would get up. And I mean, you're loud as fuck in the morning. Like I said before, (laughs) at that point, as soon as I got up, if I even if I had to work, I'm like, I don't know. Fuck, whatever. It didn't matter at that point. And then our door was always open. Like we had keys, but it was always open. So people were coming in and out or climbing up the fucking yeah, like the, the like the the young girl that was coming over, and yeah. the, the the other guy that lived up the street, and then old Charles. Oh, Bickley! <laughs> Bickley was badass. You remember, remember Bickley? Him. Yeah, I remember him. Bickley was cool as fuck, dude. He was. Oh shit, we'll get to that. But yeah, dude, that was that was probably it. Now that I think about it, we had a family living under 
underneath us that probably had a couple kids and whatever, but they were always so cool to us. They never said shit. And then Fat Phoebe was our manager <laughs> of the complex and she fucking my roommate. So like she'd just come over and hang out and be like, this is so cool with these young dudes. And we're just like, so we never had any repercussions. Yeah. Which one did she fuck? Big old burly fucking tattooed dude that we're no talking about. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I th- I think she did. I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> it probably happened. Well, because yeah. dude, we never had any problems, dude. Ever. Ever. No, no, no fucking. I remember I mean, when you guys moved there. I remember we took a fucking uh uh cart from Albertsons or Fred Myers or whatever and we <laughs> threw it out our like our window in the kitchen. Just Oh, this will be cool. We, we haven't gotten in trouble yet. <laughs> Broke like, the window the out? Fuck. No, we just took the wind. Well, oh, we took the the, the, um, the screen out, and <laughs> that thing fit through. So we pushed it out. It was just anarchy. I remember when you guys you guys showed up to my house God. on Ninth Street. It's fucked. It was in fucked. the U-Haul when you guys. When you guys but moved. I'll tell you what. That's where I found out that I was going to be a dad, and where I fucking. It's like, yeah, that was your extent of Portland. It was just that year or two years that you lived at King's well, Garden. Well, all of a sudden, everything stopped, and then people were moving out. Like, Jimmy moved out months before he was going on a boat, and we moved in, like, Callahan lived there oh, for yeah, I forgot about that. I short, forgot about that, too. Yeah, he lived there for a couple months. In, in Jimmy's room? No, actually, fuck. I think Callahan might have got the big room. No, 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 no. He moved into side room. Maybe he did. No, he moved in the back room for like two months, and then he was just like, fuck this. And he left. And then this chick, Christina, who I don't even know her last name, not the one that my roommate dated, but another chick from the Dallas that my roommate knew moved in. Hmm. Yeah, he, don't you remember her? I, and we, I, I and don't she know got cable is. and everything, and we fucking charged a bunch of things on her cable. I remember that. Stuff. And she was, well, she moved in, but she was never there. She was only there like two days a week. I remember that. So the back room was kind of locked, but we always got in. And I was like, if somebody needed to stay, I'm like, just go stay in the back room. I don't even know my fucking roommate. The panties. So then she moved out, and then, um, fuck it, got with that Christina <laughs> bitch, and then he moved next door. Yeah. And then I remember the saddest, one of the saddest moments of my, not saddest moments, but one of the most earliest moments of my life, where I'm like, holy shit. Everybody's gone. Everybody just stacked everything in the middle of our fucking living room. We had like three TVs. We had like a box TV and two TVs stacked on top. And I'm like in a broken fucking recliner sitting there drinking like malt liquor by myself. And I had to move up the next day and being like, fuck, I'm moving back to the Dallas because Nicole's pregnant. (laughs) And then I just left. Fucking left everything. I grabbed the shit, like, pretty much where it could fit my backpack and then moved into the Commodores and the Dalles. And that, then... that is the saddest I've ever been is when I have to move out of some place. Whether or not you liked living there, when you know that's the last time you're going to see that space, yeah. I always, like, walk around and check it out. And I'm Me like, too. this is the last time I'm going to be here. No, I do but that you know, shit. You know what I mean? But it's still, like, it doesn't matter. It Even if, like... At that point, I had there were ghosts or you, somebody got murdered. Like you still like 
there's some connection. Every place that I've lived since there, <laughs> I've done that. At that point, I was just like, I knew exactly what we did there. I knew exactly what that place was for. And then it was almost like that's when my life started. Like my adult life. Yeah, for started. sure. I was just like, sure. like I can, I can literally like light that bitch on fire and fucking. No one else lived there when you left. No, I was the last fucking. I was the last king's knight at our noble knight at the king's garden. <laughs> I lived out in boring at that time. I was the last fucking one there, and then I was just like, hey, well, this at, is done. At that point, Jimmy was about to have a kid. No, no, no. no you no. were first. You were first. Yeah, Jimmy wasn't until like six or nine years ago, dude. Yeah, it wasn't until we. I'm getting. I'm getting confused. Jimmy wasn't until like your house. Nicole later. was Nicole was freshly later. Nicole Way was, later. Nicole was freshly pregnant, Brent. and then that's when, like, like that's when things got real. Like that's when I was like, oh shit. Well, I guess uh, it wasn't like things are over or if this is it. It was just like, dude, I gotta fucking do something. Yeah. No. That that's. Uh, <sighs> I mean, for me, that was that was when it got real. It is. <laughs> Where did you go after that? After. King's Garden. King's Garden. I went to Phoenix for uh, nine months, seven months. School. Then I came back to your place. On 113th. On 113th. And then. Quiznos happened. Quiznos. Quiznos. Dude, we had a lot of people at 113th. It started out with me. My girlfriend. Badass. Tell them about. Yeah, tell them about that story. Me and my girlfriend. And then. Britton and Jimmy. And Jimmy just got back from the boat. Yeah. So he funded all of it. He he put the down payment and all that shit because he was rich. I remember well, him showing me us, he was fucking I remember money. him showing me a receipt for a million dollars colonies or whatever it is in, in uh a million? A million uh in Jimmy Panama, was a millionaire in Panama City. In, in a, some country. In Panama. I think it was Panama. He, he it was like thirty seven pesos. It was like $22.57. No, I think it was like a thousand bucks or something he had in there. But it was a million. He has it. It says a million on it. He, probably, he might still have that fucker. Or maybe Not a million U.S. dollars. No. 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 A million in whatever whatever country is in. It was a million in that country. Yeah, dude, you can go to fucking Kazakhstan but, and have a but, million. Dude, that's still fucking cool. Yeah. Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> it was us four. So what year was it? When <laughs> that was five. 2005. He's the year guy. He knows every year. What, no, 113th house. Yeah. Okay. 2005. Something like that. Yeah. And I was going to college and working clean gutters now. No, that was my business. It was uh, cleaning <laughs> gutters. But uh, so then a friend of ours moved down. or she, she just came to hang out and then just never left. And she started dating one of my roommates. And uh, that's how it happens. I got I got pissed. We had like a little little meeting. Oh, meeting okay, and fucking yeah. was like she got to go. She ain't doing nothing. And then that's when they found out they're pregnant. So they both left. And then Hoover moved in. Mm-hmm. Hoover stank. Hoover. And, uh, and then Jimmy, he went to Europe. Remember went to Europe? Oh, I, I remember. Cause I took over his room. Yeah. He and I thought I was taking it for, in. I thought I was taking it for like a month. And yeah, then he, he showed up like six days later. And I'm like, dude, he called or he texted me. He called me. He got, he got mugged in Europe. He got mugged. He got fucking mugged. He he, he had this, told me he spent all his money no, he being had, a judge for high times. Look, he had well he he, he, he can tell the story. 
<laughs> he can tell a story better than I did. I don't know the fucking timestamp on it, but he got mugged when he went over to Amsterdam in the most polite way possible. Some guy walked up behind him. He got real close and was just like, listen, taking all your money. Don't say anything. I'll kill you. Just give me your shit. And he gave him his wallet, gave him everything he had, everything, and he fucking walked away. No so he shit. had to call his, he had yeah. to call family to get yeah. back to United States. Well, yeah, he called me from the airport and he's like, yeah, oh, fucking. But he had plans for like months. Like yeah, he was supposed to be there, there for like a month. Yeah. It was like, it was like nine days or something. Mm-hmm. And he calls me and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going. Nine days isn't a month. No, he was supposed to be there a month. <laughs> I thought he said it. And it was only like nine days in. Oh, like he was only oh, there like gotcha, two weeks. Gotcha, he was supposed gotcha. to be there four or something. Yeah. And he calls me. He's like, yeah, I'm at the airport. We're flying to wherever, somewhere else wherever. in Europe or whatever. And I'm sitting there and we're outside smoking. And some dude with a fucking hood on comes walking up. He's like, hey, man, can I borrow your lighter? And I was like, sure. And I walk up and I give him the lighter. He lights a cigarette. Lifts his head up, pulls his head off, and it was Jimmy. Yeah. He called me from the Portland airport. He just landed. That fucking infamous son of a bitch. And he just showed up out of nowhere. That was awesome. I love that guy, but I was very disappointed. Yeah, because you lost your room? Well, (laughs) I had just met somebody, and uh, things were getting heavy, and we took over his room. Gotcha. I, I thought I had it for 30 days. Yeah. I was yeah. about to make some babies and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, then he shows. Up. He's like, my room. Sorry. <laughs> fucking peace. He showed, he showed back up and then I had to go sleep on Hoover's. No, at that point there were two beds oh. in the room. I slept, I slept on the floor in Hoover's room for a while, but then somehow we got another bed. I remember that. Dude, my mom came and cleaned the, cleaned, cleaned the house. Oh, I remember. The fuck that? And I walked in. And she's nowhere to be found. And I'm like, Mom, where you at? I'm in, the, I'm in the back room. Come help me. And I go, and she's got the shower running, fully clothed. And she's washing my shower. She got locked in my shower. The door was really <laughs> fucked up. But instead of, like, shutting the water off or whatever, she just stayed in there and cleaned the fucking shower. She was getting it. With the yeah. water running. Yeah. And she was locked in there. But so she cleaned the whole house. And uh, I remember Hoover getting pissed because she threw away their shower curtain because it was nasty and moldy. So she just threw it away. And he was super pissed that she threw the shower curtain away. And I was like, dude, she just cleaned the whole house for free and your shit bathroom. Go to the goddamn Dollar Tree and buy a fucking shower curtain, dude. Say thank you. (laughs) But at that time, as a fucking young and you're like, a dollar for that or a dollar for fucking or just... But it was just... It was fucked up. Do you you remember he had that job at Big Five? And he had to wear slacks and a white shirt and a tie. He's retarded. Dude, I had to drive him down there and drop him off. He looked like he was going to work to be a fucking lawyer. Yeah. And he was selling basketballs to to high school kids. That's how it was on, uh, real quick, segue back to um, uh, uh, Fairview. Remember, I had that fucking, I had to wear that fucking dress shirt with that tie. And I kept it in that dirty ass bathroom and I never washed it. And the only thing is I always told people, I'm like, you could go in there. You take shit. You can do whatever. Just fucking don't fuck with my, my, uh, my tie and shit. Cause I had to wear that fucking long sleeve shirt and everything and have my big well, ass yeah. hair back in a fucking ponytail. And like, dude, I went to breakfast there one day and you, you, you waited on me. No, I was never a waiter. I was, but you, I, I was a, a busser. I was the front well, guy. Well, you hung out at the table with me for a minute. Yeah. But I got food, and it was so fucking greasy and gross. Like, the hash browns just sat in butter. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it like a nasty. It's like a fancy Denny's. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's an Elmer's. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that today, actually. I, I took from 181st over to fucking uh, San Rafael to come here today. Do you uh, feel like being nostalgic and driving, driving past it? Every once in a while. <laughs> I want to go through that. Yeah, man. Dude, I drove by King's Garden the other day, and I'm looking at, I, I can't remember which was your apartment, but I'm... It looks exactly the same. Oh, yeah. 207. Same that's what it was. 207. I'd done an install at the neighbor's house when I was doing cable. You, mm-hmm. so you worked at, at Francis Xavier's, and that was when you, uh, what was that car that you drove? Toyota. Oh, <laughs> Betsy Toyota Corolla has some fucking clout in what, this world. What year was it? She's 87. 87. <laughs> 87, stick shift, fucking Betsy Toyota Corolla. Actually, driving here, I. I Marco Polo. I think you guys are on that Marco Polo with Callahan, the yeah. Brosums. Yeah. And I was like, this is where she died, because she died on the way to work on fucking San, in between San Rafael and 181st, and like whatever the next street is, hundred and blah blah blah. Oh no, hundred eighty, yeah, 181st and whatever. But yeah, I killed that bitch and I left her. And you went back and there's a bum in there, right? There was a bum sleeping there. I'd walk to work sometimes. After that, I started walking up and then taking San Rafael before I was like, dude, I could just jump the bus and be there quick. And uh, there's a bum sleeping in there. But the one thing that I regret not getting, if you guys remember, because you've ridden in that bitch. Remember on the top of mm-hmm. my ceiling, like everybody that was in there, I was like, dude, just write, on, write something. Write something. Write whatever you guys want. And it just was covered. And I should have fucking took a knife and cut that fucking mm-hmm. shit out and have that now. I wish I had it now. Because it had so much cool shit from high school to the time I was living yeah, down there. So you drove it to work that day and it mm-hmm. died and you just left it oh, on it the was, street. It was, giving me, it was giving me troubles for years and I kept just patching it, patching it. I didn't, I'm not a mechanic, dude. I don't know what I'm doing. But so, you left it there and... What about like license plate and registration and title and all that shit? You just said fuck it and walked away. Somebody probably got the license plates off it. Somebody probably put it on a stolen car and got. It's I'm probably not, responsible it's never, for a murder. It's never now. came back to me. <laughs> I remember a friend of yours. He travels a lot to New York. He lives in Austin now. Uh-huh. He he, I, I, I think this is true. He bought a a car for like two hundred bucks or whatever, and he was going to New York. Uh-huh. And he. Uh, he he was like, I'm just gonna from drive where? it from, from, from here. here. Yeah, oh, I'm just shit. gonna drive it until it dies, and then I'll hitchhike the rest of the way. Yeah, and he got that's cool halfway across the country or whatever, and it dies. So he he wrote a note, signed the title, and everything, and was like for Have free, it. broken down or something yeah. like that, and left it on the side of the road, and then he hitchhiked the rest of the way. To where do you break down at? You? I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. No, if it is, I don't know. He, he never told me that. Or mm. if he did, I don't remember. That's a cool story. But did he do that a couple times? Though? He traveled. Like, he would hitchhike oh, cross country. Uh, hopefully, I'll get him on here one of these days. But he... Uh, you should. That'd be a good one. Yeah, I would. It would be a good one. I've, he, heard, I've heard music from him recently. And you need to bring up the time that he fucking turned the mics off on us and, <laughs> when I was singing. He, uh, when he, when we were eight, or when he was 18, I was only seven. We were all 17. You were probably 16. He, yeah, probably. he left the Dow's and just hitchhiked to LA or something and yeah. he would just sleep underneath avocado trees. Yeah. You know, he, he's got some stories about that. But when I lived in Phoenix in 2005, he had some shitty green, I don't even know a Monte Carlo or something. I don't even know what fucking car it was, but he drove it, uh, from the Dow's down to Phoenix 
and he would it, whenever it would catch on fire or steam would start coming out of it he'd pull yeah. over try to figure out how to fucking make it work again and yeah he showed up you know five days after he left in phoenix and dude he hadn't taken a shot that's dude that's my that's, <laughs> he's just fucking so gross see, man that's that's my admiration for that lifestyle you yeah know? no not, he's, ne- yeah, not necessarily I, not necessarily the person i do have admiration for him for the guy we're talking about yeah and uh it's fucking awesome i, I mean I don't say I wish I don't wish my life away or wish anything different than now, but fuck to have the balls to just know, yeah, dude. just just know, like no matter what anybody says, no matter what life fucking throws at you, <laughs> no matter what tribulations or fucking whatever, just be like, well, this is what I'm fucking doing because that's kind of the way. Honestly, uh, like singer songwriters like Bob Dylan. Or fucking, you know, if you look into their lives, it's kind of like the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's just, you know, I, I do things the way I want to do it. I mean, I'll, I will adapt along the way if I have a kid or if I do this or whatever. I, or I fucking, whatever happens. But, I mean, you don't stop. You just don't stop. He He's a cool dude. He's we have, fearless. We have one life. We have one life. And we don't know shit about what's happening next. I do. I, do I, I struggle with that, that all the fucking time. Doing something like that. But, you know. Having kids and and being a, a parent is just as exciting. Like, it'd be cool to do that kind of stuff. Like, I was talking earlier about living in Hawaii on the beach and, and shit. That was something I wanted to do when I was younger, and it would have been fucking awesome. But now that I'm a dad and I have kids, like, hanging out with them is just as exciting. I mean, mm-hmm. that uh, that's know. the thing that... yeah. No one can prepare you for. Yeah. And I told you back a thousand times back I hated in the day. when you'd fucking do that, dude. Yeah. You, no. You'll never know until it happens. Well, you like, don't. Of course. You don't, really dude. Don't. You, that, that love that you experience for oh, it's, your it's, kid, it's, it's not the same that you feel for your spouse. It's not mm. the same that you feel for your parents. Mm-hmm. It's not the same that you feel for yourself. For anybody. Dude. The way you feel about your yeah. kids is like complete, unless you're a fucking psycho. Well, or unless you're right. a complete piece of shit. And don't give a fuck. I mean, there are people that just... It's not that they're pieces of shit in life, but they're... Um, what's the word? They're just... They just don't have any... Uh, fuck. They're... Compassion? No, they're just uh, narcissists, or they just com- yeah. completely depend upon themselves. And if things come along their way that can make it look right to, to do the right thing, yeah. then they'll do it, you yeah. know? Right. But, I mean, ultimately... It, it it's just it's just it's ingrained i guess i don't know but it's a it's a survival thing but it's also like it's emotional dude like i could never i could never just pack up i'll, I'll make jokes like fuck this i'm out do the right thing i'm fucking splitting <laughs> figured out shan man hey you guys got it you don't need me fucking whatever that's a load of bullshit no dude it's it's huh. evolutionary i mean that is why you you make this human with another person and they kind of look like you and they're cute and they're amazing and dude you have to take care of them for at least a year and a half or two right. years they would fucking die right if you weren't there to give them everything they need right that's completely different from most of um uh the animal kingdom like, right giraffes they come out they're walking around in, in right. 10 minutes you know they, well, they're most, on their own most animals do that exactly yeah. but human babies thing. Dude, you have to take care of them forever we, or they're going to die. We go swimming at this uh, this, this place in Milwaukee called uh, the Meldrum Bar 
like it's on the clock. Miss meets the Willamette. No river and, names. And uh, we're down there all the time during the summertime. And uh, recently there's this like this duck and there's these baby ducks. There's like five of them because there's a dude. There's fucking ducks all over. It's kind of it's a nice place to swim, but there's ducks everywhere and there's fucking feathers, whatever. But these this duck comes with these five baby ducklings and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm down there drinking and shit with Shannon and his friends and my friends and stuff. So I'm watching. We're kind of feeding them. And this mama duck is like making this like this cove around. I mean, there's a shitload of ducks coming in and she's just like back the fuck off, back the fuck off. But she's getting a piece every once in a while, getting a piece. So I thought that was really cool. We come back the next week. There's three baby ducklings with the same mama duck. Obviously, they live down there, but there's three. And ever since we've come back, it's been like all summer. The three have lived, but like Farger said, there's two of them that just fucking didn't make it. But the cool thing is, is not only they're not just living off of what we feed them. Like the mom goes down and eats the algae or whatever. And then you see these little ducks just fucking go down. Maybe I'm the only one paying attention to it. I'm making comments, but I'm like, I'm like, Jesus, dude. Like, it's not just human nature. It's just life. Nature. Yeah. Life period. That's that's how you survive. Yeah. If if you can't figure it out, then you're going to die. Yeah. Or if you're not fast enough to run away from the predator, you're going to die. Right. But with humans, yeah, it's different. Like, you have to be in love with that kid and take care of them for a very long time. Or think about it. like For if, your entire life. If you had a baby in the forest and you just left it, it's not going to... No, no, not live. No, they. I mean, it It'll takes get at eaten. least nine or ten months before they can walk. It'll get eaten, and even at that point, they don't know what they're doing. Right? You know, it's not the Jungle Book. You can't have like, <laughs> like little Mowgli fucking <laughs> being raised by a panther and a fucking snake. Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. So that that connection that you feel with your kid, like like I told this guy for years I after it, I man. had so Elliot, boring. I was like. You will never get it, man. That love I feel for him. Well, yeah. But, dude, I'll be... I just moved down here from the Dallas. He came and rescued me. Right. Because I was fucking falling. I was right. Falling. And uh, he had Elliot. <clears throat> and uh, I would sleep on the couch. And as soon as everybody get up, then I'd go into the bedroom until his girlfriend at the time moved out. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got a room. But he, he would sit there and we'd get in these fucking... In between us recording and writing music and shit we get in these in-depth conversations and he'd right. always be like, oh man, you're never going to know until you have And I'm just like, dude, I'm fucking 22 years old. She, that's the last thing I'm thinking about is having a fucking kid. You know, I, I understand. I won't know, but shut the fuck up. No. Yeah. I hear you. I, I still have friends. And then this. I ripped a shirt off his back. No, I still, I still have friends <laughs> to this day that don't have kids. I know. That, I, I was talking to you about that. That, uh, I mean, I don't push kids or, I mean, it's easy for my kids 15 and I have one. But, I mean, they just are not uncomfortable. I guess kind of uncomfortable, but I'm not going to be like, hey, dude, if you're my friend, you got to fucking hang yeah. out with my kid. Yeah, yeah. But they know what my – but I make sure to let them know, like, yeah, this, but, this is my life. But anybody yeah. ever hung out with you since – when was Shannon born? No, dude. Oh, I have, three? I'm telling you. I have – I'm not going to mention names, but I have friends that just don't want anything to do with the kids – with the kid life or the kids thing. Right. and I do too. And they're, they're good people. Yeah. But it's just I do too. But everybody that knows you, who's friends with you, Shannon's been a part of their lives. 
To a certain extent, yeah. You know, anybody that hangs out and shit. I mean, we've all been around since he was born. Yeah. That and was awesome. Do I remember when Beatles would come on, he would stand up onto the fucking thing and dance? Honestly, that was that was so fucking crazy. I can I can We almost got kicked. Were, we almost got kicked. So young. We almost got kicked out of fucking MCMC when Shannon was born. You were the first one. Yeah. Out of all of us. And everybody was like we I didn't even, I didn't get uh ultrasounds to know if it was a boy or a girl, and uh, we had names picked out, and then me and Nicole, we just I picked Shannon from Shannon Hoon and Bradley from Sublime, and she had uh, Evelyn, I think Evelyn Jane or Evelyn. She's gonna Ooh, correct Evelyn, me. That's a cool name. I can't remember. It was like a it was like her great grandma or grandma's name, and I was like, cool. <laughs> but uh, the coolest fucking thing is, is like when Shannon was fuck when he was born. It was it was uh, it was so surreal. It was so surreal, like not like any drug that I've ever taken in my oh, life. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Pulled him out. I mean, had to like fuck like natural birth. Had him out. Pulled him out, and I was just like, he had his dick <laughs> and his balls, and I was just like, oh shit. So we sat there and we absorbed the moment for like fifteen minutes, and then. Clean him off, kiss, whatever. We did everything. And then I was like, I got to go tell everybody because we had like, fuck, dude, we had like 20 plus people out in the <laughs> out in the waiting room. And I went out there and it, like everybody was being loud and people were like, your friends are being loud. I went out there and when I said it, they're just like, I was just like, dude, it's a fucking boy. And uh, it's crazy. Cool. It's crazy. Cool. Uh, it's a right. friend of ours. It was fucking awesome. The one that lived with me on her 13th and the girl and. Uh, came down and we had to kick her out and whatever. She got knocked up. Mm-hmm. So after I lived at 113th, I moved to an apartment, lived there with Hoover for like six months or whatever. And then we split and went back to the Dallas. And I ended up living with this couple in their basement. Mm-hmm. And she's pregnant as fuck. And uh, how pregnant? As fuck. As fuck. Seriously pregnant. And I remember. They're having their baby, and I, I think I was drunk. I was a pretty bad alcoholic back then. Not at that point. You're no, oh, yeah, I no, was. You were. That's yeah. when I really started drinking. Was yeah, around that point. You were, you were beyond uh, the Hornsby's at that point. Oh yeah, Hornsby's were Horn, Hornsby's, Hornsby's were, were way behind. There was four point. years prior. Right. Um, but I remember going to the hospital when when the kid was born and walked into the room, and all the parents and everything around, and I look at them and I go, "He looks just like me." And the parents, the, the my friends kind of giggled a little bit because I lived there and I was, you know, we were close. And the parents looked at me like they wanted to fucking slit my throat coming in there and saying that shit right as the kid was born. But that's what, that but was that, the same we, shit. I mean, we were all waiting in the, you know, like on Knocked yeah. Up and all the friends yeah, were waiting. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, you know, that's how it was. And I walked in and I was like, he looks just like me. And the parents fucking did not, did not like that joke. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. You didn't say that when my son was born. I wasn't there. You probably didn't even tell me you, you were, were there. I was? Yeah. Where was he born? Portland? <laughs> There's a picture. You don't remember being there? Nope. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I was wearing that blue striped fucking shirt. You felt weird because I was a little kid and I had a baby. We had we had 
We had so many plans. Actually, we were supposed to go to Seattle and become grunge rockers. We were we were babies having babies, man. I, we were. I was twenty six. That that's the time you're supposed to have them, but it's well, not the time I mean, you choose to have them. If you think about you it, know. is How that is that really when you're supposed to have them? Yeah, between like nineteen and twenty five. Sure. See, because I've talked to friends. I'm not going to mention names, but I've talked to friends that said that they wish they would have waited like five, six, maybe even seven years. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. The only thing. But, uh, check it out. Back in the day. Plan, if they could have planned it. Going back right. 500, 1,000, 5,000 years, you, you're, you, your body is prime between 17, 18, 19 and 30. True. That's when it's supposed to happen. True. Uh, you know, my grandma, she had... To, uh, to today's standards. To today's standards. My my grandma, she had uh, my uncle when she was 15. Jesus. Can you imagine having a my kid My sister at had 15? a kid when she was 16. God yeah. Damn. It sounds crazy because you're supposed to be in high school and learning a bunch of stuff, but that, I mean, if you don't if you don't worry about learning or or being in school or getting an education, Fuck. like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're supposed to procreate to continue the human race. And that age, you know, that that's when it's supposed to happen. I got a question for both of you because you guys have multiple kids. I have one. One single kid. And kind of by choice. I mean, honestly, if, if we have to, like, it's not like, I prevented it by any. I if mean, it, we, if it wasn't for that taser on your balls that night, it never would right, happen. Right. I mean, we we use birth control, and actually, Shannon was a birth control kid, but I tasered my balls. I think it beat the fucking odds. Yep. But, um, like we used we used uh, birth control, birth control up until the point where it's like we're we're the birth control that we like what science was saying could be. Um, like negative to Nicole, like it could take revert because the older you get, yeah. the, the birth control method that we're using because she was a smoker, it could be negative for her. Then I got fucking fixed. I got snipped. Now, I did that. We talked about it. I mean, once you get that done, the doctor, talk, you know, you, you go through a process. They talk to you and they fucking, is this really what you want to do? Anyways. Did you guys really want multiple kids or would you have been okay with one kid? It's or... hard to say now having multiple kids. I love kids. I'd have more. Really? I got snipped too, so I can't. Yeah, I'm the only one at the table that's a real man. <laughs> that's See, that's so false, dude. <laughs> and I bet you fucking believe that too. Nope. Look yeah. at his shirt. I know, look I know, at his shirt. Look at this shit. This dude, is. This I is, know. I know so many dudes that actually really believe that. No, I don't. I don't believe that. Like, trust me. But it's just a little bit clearer. It looks like Purell. Fucking. It's clear when you come. Fucking no. <laughs> Feels no. the same. I, uh, that was my dude. My my questions were that with the doctor. I was just like, I had I had direct questions. I said, I want to have this done. However. Is my sexual experience going to be the same? He's like, it's not going to, it's not that blah, 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 blah. That's he a explained. concern. I said, is is my shit going to look the same? Is my performance going to be different? And am I going to, is my hormones or my action or my sex drive going to be different? Yeah. I asked all that shit and they're like, no, no, no. And I've had minimal side effects from. from it's it. possible. It, it happens it to does. some people. It does. 10% or whatever. But back to what you're you saying. Might, yeah, I got you wanted more kids. Uh, no, what I was going to say is like, uh, 
mouse hole like a fucking softball, dude. He was, he was, he was bending. I've, had, like I've had pain in my balls from shit, but I'll talk about that. Um, kids are awesome. I love my three kids are my best friends, and yeah. I love them more than mm-hmm. anything. And uh, taught you a lot. I would, I would totally have more. I can't right now, and maybe I'll meet somebody someday, and I'll get it reversed. Oh, you can get it reversed. Yeah. You can get it reversed. It's not. It's not one hundred percent. It's not highly it's successful, but it's possible. Um, but yeah, I would totally have more kids. I fucking love kids. I. Some people really like pets. Some people really like kids. Some people really like jet skis. Whatever. I'm not as big on pets, but I love kids. I would totally have more yeah, kids. Dude, if I right. met if I met the right girl, I would totally have more kids. I'm a good uncle. You are, dude, Ava calls you Uncle Pondo now. I think I'm a good yeah, uncle. Whenever she talks about you, she's like, oh, are you going to go see Uncle Pondo tonight? I'm like, yeah, well, I want to go. And I'm like, you can't go. I'm, I'm a good uncle. I'm want, really I'm really good with kids. I want you to be my uncle. I, uh, I want you to be, be my be your uncle. <laughs> you, you're, a, you're a cocksucker. <laughs> We've been best friends for 20 years. Where'd that come from? Jesus. Yeah, it got serious. We have. Well, Let's talk about uncles and kids. I'm, 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 I'm getting, I'm getting to the kids. Me and you grew up together and. I always wanted to have uh, my best friend and my kids be best friends. Mm-hmm. Our kids are a fucking month apart. They could they'd be going to the same school if I didn't live in fucking Washougal. Get out of Washougal. But my kid don't even know your kid. There's pictures of them together when they were babies, and then you know one or two years old, and then since then. Let me inter- let me intervene and say this: life throws shut different. Up, shut life. Up, You're out of this conversation. Well, I mean, I'm not going to mention names. I just know like life situations and life things. Different. Ah, fuck. Never mind. I just wanted it to be, you know, the movie Grown Ups. That's how I want it to be with all of us friends. Like we're all best friends and that's that doesn't change. But whenever we hang out, our kids don't hang out. Your kids 15 could babysit all of our kids. Uh, it could be, though. I mean, but like my daughter and your daughter are the same age and they could be fucking besties. It goes, it goes the way other. it goes. I mean, I honestly don't hang out with that many people when I'm with my kids. Yeah. You know? No, no, I understand. I, I'm very selfish with their time. So like, that, when I'm with how, them, that's just I just want to hang out with that's them. That's just how I imagined so that's why growing I wanted, up before I had kids. That's how I wanted it to be. Is like, well, that's why I wanted to hear Maxwell's his fucking interpretation is being a parent. So, see, give him a second. Well, growing, growing up with my dad, being a single dad, and he always had people over he always had friends coming over and they were close friends that he grew up with and then they you know as as going for all of us you start you know you start losing your friends they start doing their own things but he always had a tight-knit group and i was we were friends with the kids i think we do i think we do too have a very tight we do but our uh the kids for some of us like you our kids aren't as close as, say, Shannon is with the girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that, it bothers me that our kids aren't friends. Okay? Do you I'm wanna... saying it right now, live on the internet. <laughs> Do you want to arm wrestle? No, look at your guns. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Okay. Now, let him fucking say about... Sorry, I went off on that little thing. The kid, like the kids, you're saying you're very close with your kids. They're like your best friends. Well, yeah, we, I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Like, uh, I love you guys. I love my parents. I love my siblings. No one compares to my kids. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. 
I don't know if anyone else can ever, and that's a, I mean, uh, I'm divorced now and like, we'll eventually find someone else, but like, he's that's, available women. He's available. That's the disappointing thing about potentially meeting someone else is for them to know they will never be equal to my kids. You know what I mean? See, you put that pressure on yourself. I'm just saying that's a thing. I think. Like, if I met someone else who had kids, mm-hmm. I would not expect them no. to treat me better than they tr- treated see, their kids. See, you know what I, I mean? I know exactly what he's talking about because I have, like, I I've, I have so many friends that have that that exact thing. They, they have this, like, uh, what do you call it, platonic uh, friends with, you know, they have different uh, parents. I know a couple that we know that has kind of on honestly almost drawn a line like this way or this way or whatever yeah but my kids my kid is extremely like really great friends with their kid and it's just like i don't give a fuck what we think or how we are this is how it's going to be yeah you know um but at the same time fuck dude it's like i don't know i i guess i guess it comes to putting putting a lot aside i mean i don't know i don't know i I couldn't raise shannon by myself and i couldn't raise him from i fuck without nicole i'd be lost with that shit Mm -hmm. you know and i don't know at a certain point like what if she leaves me tomorrow or if she left me years ago or if we split or one of us died i i just i think about that shit a lot you really do i think about that shit a lot though i'm like how would i fucking do the things that she does how would she do the things that i do how would we do that to make it work it happens you have it's like becoming a parent you just have to do it well you know if if she would have left you and you would have been a single dad you would have had to have done it you would have you would have learned to do it just like you learn to become a, a parent. Well, nobody's ready. Nobody's that, ready to be a parent. That's the benefit of having two people to raise a kid is that you're not going to be able to do everything that that the the, the two people can do together. Right. So, like, if you left for some reason, they're going to miss out on something. If they left for some reason, they're going to miss out on something. Right. You can never do all the stuff you're supposed to do, so they're going to miss out on something somehow. But I mean, that's all. But as as raising them as Maybe I shouldn't be talking about this, but raising in separate, raising them in separate environments. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys do you guys come together on a lot of things, or is that? Well, I, I don't think anybody ever really wants that to happen. Like no one, no one gets married or has kids, and they're like, I can't wait till we get divorced. Right? You know what I mean? Like everything is roses and sunshine yeah, and butterflies. Fucking awesome at the it. beginning, mm-hmm. but. Everybody, I mean, I know you guys have problems in yeah. your relationship. Fuck yeah. Everyone we know has problems in their relationship. No one has a perfect relationship. It's always a struggle. And then you just reach the point where you decide whether or not it, it's too much and you can't True. do it anymore. True. Um, but yeah, then you have to figure out how to be friends with somebody after the fact. And uh, Well, here's the fact. We're all great dads. <laughs> we have great fucking kids, right? Yeah. Fuck. So we did something right. We and, have, our, and our baby's mamas are pretty fucking cool, too. We have kids that are better humans than we were. Fuck, dude. My, kid, <laughs> my kids are awesome. Shannon, if you, if you really listen to this shit, you are a better person than I am at your age. So let's talk about something else real quick. Yeah, let's change subjects. Let's change subjects. <laughs> did you want to talk about Vegas? Oh, 
God, I love Vegas. Oh, fuck, I wasn't there. Go? I can't fucking talk yeah, about it. Yeah, you haven't went the five yeah, times split. you went. I gotta go split again take a piss. You guys talk about Vegas. I gotta take a piss, too. Um, yeah. Uh, this guy bought me a Vegas ticket. I would never have went if it wasn't for him. Exactly. Let's, no, take, I know. A five, let's take a five-minute break. You, have you, you go ahead and go. I'll talk to him about Vegas yeah, when you come back. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're at we're at two hours, so we're about done anyway. All right, all right. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, I'll wait. We'll wrap it up with Vegas. All right. Okay? Because uh, I'm making a beer. You want a beer? Anybody give me a white claw? White claw? Uh, white clawing it up tonight. I drank too much last night. Pendleton. Um, so, uh, yeah, so eventually I'll get Shane or Bane on here. Uh, oh, God, that guy's that trip, that trip that we took, that was uh, that was 2010, right? Because you were about to get married and uh, yeah. that was your bachelor trip and you hated flying. And refused to do it. And my. You're my best. So everybody. He was the best man at my wedding. My he angle. Wasn't just at my wedding. He's the best man. <laughs> Let's clear that up. That my up. my angle was you were afraid to fly. And yes. I wanted to take you somewhere cool. Because I, did, I didn't want to just go to a strip club and Gresham or whatever. We, we needed to go somewhere. And so we. I had this idea to go to Vegas. And I said, I will pay for your ticket if you will go and it was like $200 ticket and it wasn't it wasn't that much money or whatever it's like 90 bucks now I did not think that you would do it because I've bet you to do shit a thousand times in our lives shave my head uh, for yeah, 50 bucks I, or whatever I, 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 I would bet you $200 right now to shave your beard and you wouldn't do it I'll do it no you won't you got 200 bucks we'll no right you won't on the internet. when's the last time that shit was clean shaven oh, he just fucking 10 said years ago the, you will not no, fucking do it it's been a lot longer than that yeah. the closest oh, has been was my wedding day and it was just stuck. okay how much for you to shave your face clean right now right now how much 200 bucks 200 bucks we'll do it right now on the camera god I look like an idiot <laughs> see he's gonna back out Pondo knows. Okay, so I said that Pondo I. Bucks, but... Yeah, Pondo would do anything, <laughs> do anything for a dollar. He's like me. Uh, so I buy that ticket for you, and we go. It was uh, me, you, Jimmy, Hoova, uh, my brother, our friend out in. Uh, and No, out in Boring, and your brother, Shane Bain. Yeah, and a friend in Gresham. He went the day before we went. Okay. okay okay so yeah we we go down there and uh i wasn't planning on telling a story but i guess we, now we are do you remember who were getting spilling this drink on himself and having to go into the bathroom and change on the on the flight on the he flight was a big boy getting into the bathroom no that was a cool flight man they they were fucking took care of us we were in the very back of the plane they they mentioned over the intercoms that it was my bachelor party and hopefully and then they mm-hmm. gave us drink tickets because somebody somebody mentioned it yeah when you when you guys did yeah, but I wasn't about to spend $60 on the airplane to get drunk, and those guys were yeah. all about it. Oh, yeah. And they were just, Jimmy especially, he was, <laughs> he he had money to spend. He he didn't care. Going to Vegas with that many people, it's fun, but it's difficult. Because everybody, you know, you stand in the group, what are we doing? What do you guys want to do? Where do you guys want to go? What do you guys want to do? And it's it, when you're just with a couple people, it's like, Hey, let's go do this. Well, yeah, and you get a bunch of dudes together and nobody can make up their mind. No one right. cares. They're like, I don't care. Let's go here. I don't care. Let's go here. And I, I brought 200 bucks with me and I was broke within a, a day and yeah. a half, dude. It so sucked. that's what happened. We Jimmy get down paid there. for me. I would have starved if it wasn't Jimmy. We, we get down there and there's seven of us and we go out the first night and somebody rented like one of those, uh, it, was a, it was a limo. 
It was like an SUV limo. Yeah. And we went to the like strip a, club, right? Like a suburban. Was that the first night? I think that was the first night. No. We, we go, were only there two. We, we, three we were there two or three. Two nights. Two nights. But exactly. we go there that first night, and one of our friends disappears in the back <laughs> with some strippers. And who knows how much money he brought, okay? It was but gone. He, he, Enough. He comes out later. He's broke. Smiling. Okay? It was the first night. We we hadn't even been there six hours. Okay? So Well, that's what you go to Vegas for, right? <laughs> all his money's gone. And the next day we wake up and we're hanging out. He can't he can't afford to buy food. So you had to buy him food, right? Didn't you buy him food? No, because I was broke. Jimmy bought my food. Okay, well, somebody, you ran See, out of money. That's why I didn't go. This other guy ran Dude, out was, of money. It was, it was horrible. I, I think got conked, but I didn't want to go. I think Shane or Bane ran out of money. There were a bunch of people that didn't have any money, and yeah. somebody else was taking care of it for the rest of the trip. Yeah, it was bad. But then there was a, this great moment. Oh, that you I had remember. a good time. Oh, it was fun. Dude, we were in limos and, and party buses and went to strip clubs. I've heard some it was good great. stories about it was great. shit. But yeah, this, this one night we went out and uh, my brother, he was big balling at the time. He had like 500 bucks or whatever. And, <laughs> you know, when we were like 22, 500 bucks was a lot of money. We're at the yeah. Paris. I don't remember what hotel it was, but we went in there and he, you know, like, black. <laughs> like he's like he's fucking Bezos or something. You know, he <laughs> he chucks a chip out there on, on black on roulette. Spin it, hundred dollars gone down the drain. No, <laughs> like, he put won like three on, seconds. No, he he, dude, he won like three times, and then he lost it all. I don't remember it happening. That he way. won one or tw- once or twice, at least once. So he he dropped a hundred bucks, and he won a couple times, and then he lost it all. So he lost like three hundred bucks. He he has a good mentality whenever he goes to Vegas because I went with him once when we were really young. Uh, and he he had to pay for my stuff. What the oh, fuck? Jesus. <laughs> there it goes. Um, I want to be a part of the story. Can and, you seriously uh, bleep that out? Oh, I have to bleep it out. It was it was waste up anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm a grower and I sure. smiley face. Um, and so he paid for everything on my trip that time, but. Uh, <laughs> His mentality is that he goes there with five hundred dollars, or six hundred, or seven hundred, or thousand dollars. He he doesn't care if he leaves w- w- with right. nothing right. because he right. went there on a vacation on the last night, though, right? He doesn't care. He if he if he loses it all on the first night, he's like, whatever. I brought a thousand dollars. Well, I that knew I was going to lose it. That's a spending money for for that reason. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he has. That. Dude, I've been five times, and the last time I went was February. Of nineteen, and as soon as we got to the hotel, I put up twenty bucks because my dad always said, "When you're going to gamble, put twenty bucks in, bet max. If you lose, walk away, wait twenty minutes or whatever, and do it again. And that's how you're going to win." And I did it because I I always just throw five bucks in, and I'll do like twenty credits, and I'd never win shit. I've lost hundreds of dollars in Vegas. The first time I went with, well, after you, I went with my brother-in-law. And I probably spent six hundred bucks. That was including food and everything, but I, I lost six hundred bucks. That's with the machines, though. But right? yeah, I don't play cards. Um, I, well, they have a cool game. It's it's an electronic game and it's blackjack, but it's a big one. So you play with a bunch of people, but uh, you're still playing electronically. Anyways, um, I put twenty bucks in bet in my first spin. I won one hundred fifty bucks. 
most I've ever won in Vegas, dude. And I've been five fucking times. You won 600 bucks in the Dallas, didn't you? I won 300 and then I won 300 again back to back. Wow, my girlfriend at the time was in Vegas with her parents for her 21st birthday and she didn't win shit. And I went to the Dallas to hang out. You spent it all on shots later that night. I won 10,000 on a fucking scratch ticket. Yeah, he did. He called me. Yeah. I was on the fucking phone with this guy <laughs> while I did it. So that's 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 for my fucking podcast. So 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 Vegas back to the bachelor party. Uh, Man, my balls are big, dude. <laughs> saggy. My dick is fucking small. I remember going to uh, we got a we got a we got a uh, limo and went down to Fremont, and it was boring. It was there was nobody going on, nothing going on down there. And one of the guys that was with us, what was it? Saturday. I don't know. Tried to throw a cigarette out and it flew back and it burned a big old hole in the in the, the limo. Every single time I went back since though, Fremont is where to go, dude. It is a massive fucking party. It is crazy down. It's there. old town Vegas. I just but got, when we went, it was it was bare knuckles. There's nothing going on. Dude, I just got a I just got a uh, ad on my Facebook. Fucking four nights on, on the weekend at the Lexor or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the big fucking Lexor? Lexor. Lexor. $179 for two people. Flight, it, flight, room, and then they give you $200 a piece for credit for the fucking... Seriously? Yeah. That's a good deal. That's a really bucks. good deal. The cheapest I, I went was... It was less than 200 and I think, I think it was Circus Circus. No, it was LVH. At that time, it was LVH. Las Probably Vegas Hotel. I'm not going. You don't want to stay that far down, dude. I stayed there the first time I went. It's well, so far off the not strip. The first time, but I liked it, dude. It was. Have you ever been to there, dude? The 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 Venture Dome is crazy. Yeah, hey, dude, it's like are, a mile away. You guys are segueing from your fucking bachelor party. We're talking about Vegas. I know. Uh, I want to go. I'm so jelly. Yeah, I've stayed at I've stayed at Excalibur twice. Not just my tits. Excalibur <laughs> twice. Uh, LVH, which is fucked up. It was. It's where uh, now it's called the Westgate, but it's right off the strip. Um, you got to go to Excalibur. How many times have you forty dollars a night? Fucking uh, dude, Excalibur stinks. Six or seven or really? Eight. I don't know. A lot. Business or pleasure though? I've been there twice for work. The other really? times, do they put you up? In good I got places? married in Vegas, man. Yeah, fuck you. It was the best wedding ever. I wasn't even invited. There Babe. were five people at my wedding. Two of them were me and my wife. Babe, look at my naked ass. We're going to fucking Vegas like next month. Let's go. I will go with you. I am down. I am due for a Vegas trip. Maxwell, you, you, you asked me like round five trip to Vegas to is like $80 right now. Yeah. It's cheap. And then it's 60 bucks, 65 bucks if you stay at a hotel. But I don't I don't know if you can go to the casinos and gamble or anything. You can. Yeah, you, you can. gotta wear a mask. You gotta wear a mask. Oh yeah. We should go. Nevada's pretty fucking lenient on I think everything right now. I wanna go, I wanna do a road trip to Reno. I've never been to Reno. Fuck Reno, dude. Reno is How big is Reno? The biggest little city in the world. I know. You 50, hear that. 000. Fifty thousand, hundred thousand. Really? So it's like as 000. big as Bend. It's yeah, probably. It's like a very, very shitty version of Vegas. Yeah. You might as well just go to Vegas. Dude, Vegas is a shit. It, it costs less to go to Vegas than dude, it does to go to. It Rainbow. does. It, it does. See, I, I am. See, I never go. But when Vegas, I go, dude. when I go, I want to go with like 
my peeps, dude. I want to go with people. We've been trying to get you to go for like I 10 know. years. Well, the thing is, is like with, with me and Vera, and she's super cool about it. She lets me do whatever I want. Mm. She doesn't want to go to Vegas. She hates it. But she, went, she, she went with me one time and she claimed she hated it, but she had a good time while we were there. Um, beer has been and I haven't been. But I put my pants on. <laughs> uh, Excuse me. She's super cool with me doing pretty much whatever I want to do. You know, as long as I'm I'm fucking I don't spend a bunch of money. And if I do, then she gets to spend the same amount shopping or whatever. Let's let's end on this, because like he said, we're we're pushing two two hours. So we're going to end. Let's let's talk about this for 10 minutes, 10 minutes. And we'll be done. How do you feel about COVID-19? COVID-19. Every COVID-19. Time Every time someone says COVID-19, I think of that fucking video you sent me of that passion. It's that awesome. guy's a freak, dude. And that I'll... guy freaks me out. Just, just, Don't fucking... Those, those... All right. Three minutes. Here you go, Farger. We'll each do three minutes. One, two, three, go. It scares the shit out of me. And it's even more scary that it's fucking causing as much problem as it is between everybody. You know? Wear your mask. It's, it's simple. Doctors and, and nurses, they wear all day long, every single day, never get it taken off. If, if a grocery store asks you to fucking put a mask on to go shopping for 10 minutes, put it on. And when you fucking pull this, oh, it's my constitutional right. Yeah, when you're outside, when you're in somebody's business, it's not your constitutional right. It's their right to say, fuck off. You don't need to get a, you don't get to come into my store if you're not. You know, no shoot, no no shirt, no service. I was say that. Yep. Same fucking thing. Same thing. Exact same thing. If, if, if you, you don't if have, you want to tell somebody they have to wear a pink polo inside your store. You gotta wear a pink fucking polo. You gotta wear a pink polo. I've been kicked off a golf course for not having a fucking yeah. pink polo. On. No, that's how it. I can make up the fucking rules if I own a business. Yeah, I'm sick. I'm sick of these fucking people being like, "Oh, I don't have to because of this, that, and the other." I have a medical condition. Well. 99% of the stores nowadays have the means. If you if you can't go and shop, you can shop online, park in the parking lot, they bring it out to you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go inside anymore mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of this shit. Mm-hmm. So this whole medical bullshit, and if you watch anything about uh, you know, the, the professionals that make money doing this, they're telling you that it's not it's it's not bad to wear a mask. Three minutes out. Just do it every day. Max. The- the craziest thing to me is how ingrained it is in our in our psyche now. I'll be driving on the freeway going to work and people are wearing masks. I'll in go their cars. To, in their cars. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the grocery store and people are wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Everybody wears a mask. It is this... In our lifetime, I don't think we've ever experienced something that mm-hmm. affected Every human at the same time in the world. This is unprecedented in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it has become normal is so weird to me. Sometimes like I'll just like I, I have a cloth thing that I, I just wear around my neck and then I pop it up, you know, when I go somewhere like uh, so that's cool. Uh, my mom gave it to me and I'm super stoked that I can just wear it all the time and pop it up when I need to. But like sometimes I'll go to the grocery store and I'll forget what it was like before this happened. Yep. It's so normal now. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is this is weird. Six months ago, this would have been fucking crazy. I pulled my mask off in the mall. Because in the mall, 
I've been, hold on, I've hold been on. taking the girls. Hold on. You hold on. Well, I've been, taking the, girls, I've been on. taking the girls to the mall just to do something. And they're so dead. Lloyd Center has like six doors open. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but I go right when they open so there's nobody there. And as you're walking in the mall, I'll just take my mask off and walk around. But when I go into a store or something, I'll put it back on. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody's coming by me, I'll put it on just to make them feel good. Yeah. But I... I, I seriously had a thought i was like this is so strange not to have my mask on or i was in walmart the other day and i pulled it off to itch my face and i walked down an aisle and i was like this is weird not to have this on right now yeah and i put it back on but yeah it's 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 strange it's very strange and it's become normal but it's strange and sometimes i'll just be walking around in the store and i'll see mask 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 and i'm like this is a goddamn M. Night Shyamalama movie. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's normal. Yeah. It's regular life. Yeah. And uh, when you've experienced something for X amount of time, you get used to it. And we've been doing it since basically March 15th. 14th. 14th. Okay. Since March 14th. So it's been uh, April, May, June, July. Oh, it's been five months. Okay. It's become normal. And I I purposely go back and look at photos or videos of my kids, like vacations we went on or whatever, before that time. And I try to transport my mind to that time and be like, yeah. we had no idea what this was. This is diff- This is like you found out you had AIDS or you found out uh, you had a, a billion dollars. Like it is changed your life right but for everyone it doesn't matter if you're rich poor diseased uh you live on an island you like it affected everyone and there's nothing that could have prepared the human uh, population for what happened right i remember so crazy i remember the reason i asked the question is because i remember it was it was it was distinguished in my mind my band had a show at uh, at Misdemeanor Meadows up on, in Southeast, and uh, everybody was kind of actually before that. I went to Tool. Tool had they're on they're on tour, and it was a Wednesday show or a Thursday. It was a Thursday show, and uh, the the stipulations were just being put in, put on America. That night, March twelfth. That yep. night, yep. They so they start, down. and we're like, "Oh shit, is this show gonna happen?" And mm-hmm. some some people that I work with are like, "Dude, is it gonna happen?" And I was like, "I'm fucking going." So we went, and uh, I walked around the show, and I watched some people that at the. What are you doing? He's telling a story. Don't don't fucking do that. I'm gonna start sneezing He's telling a story. or something. Uh, I, wa- I walked around and I started looking at people that had their mask on and I thought, what the fuck are they doing? They, there were masks at the Tool concert. At the Tool show. Wow. There was people wearing the, the black mask. They already had those really cool masks. Like, you know, not even the not even the cloth ones that everybody was wearing, but they had the really cool, like the black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And everybody was walking by. And I was just like, okay. It's a fashion statement now. I was just like, I, was, I wasn't I trying to. I was into what I was doing. I was there for Tool, dude. Tool is fucking... I mean, if you guys are at Tool, just like I am, you're you're there for the fucking show. So I was like, whatever. So I watch the show, and my mind's blown. Everything's good. And then the next day, my band played at uh, Misdemeanor Meadows. And uh, the band that was supposed to open 
didn't show up because they didn't know if the stipulation meant that we couldn't play. So we waited around, we waited around. My band played second. So there was the first band and then we played and this last band played. We're fucking sitting there. Finally, we're like, fuck, dude, we're going to play. It's like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Or like, we're gonna, we're, so we set up and we, we started playing. And then the first band started showing up and they're like, oh, what the hell? We're, we're, the show's going on. And like, they kind of started slowing us down. And they're like, well, we don't know if we're supposed to stop the show. I'm like, keep it going. So we played. And then the last band played until like midnight or one o'clock. And that was the last time I've been to a bar that was open that late. And everybody was having a fucking good time. Yeah. Nobody gave a fuck. I, it was it was a benefit show for uh, the, the band that we played for. It was his mom's cancer benefit. So they did like uh, they did um, giveaways and I gave shirts and whatever. And like, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And then whatever, we partied all night. We went home, stayed up all night. And then the next day, it was like, it was Boom, like, I woke face. I woke up at like, I don't know, we stayed up partying all night. So it was like 10 or 11. And then we turned on the news and it was just like everything shut down. Yeah. Everything changed. Everything shut. And at that point, it was no phase one. It was like, no, you're fucking staying home. Mm-hmm. And if you're not essential worker... <clears throat> shut down and then at that point dude like i went to work and i was training the guy and i was telling him like i remember feeling all weird like i don't know if i'm supposed to stand close to you i don't know if i'm supposed to whatever like at that point i was like and then i was over in in st john's off about or no st john's in columbia and the whole place was a fucking ghost it was town, it was monday man. and it was a ghost town dude no, nobody out, nobody doing shit. And I was just like, it's almost like an atomic bomb hit. Yeah. And then, like, I was out there working, and then I was just like, am I supposed to be out here? Like, I didn't even know. And then we had to print this paper to put in our our vehicles to say that we were essential workers to work. Yeah. But, like, at that moment, I realized one thing. Our rights can be taken away. The rights that we take for granted every day as Americans or this fucking sheet that we have put over us doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean shit. Well, that at the beginning, I think most people were very scared and they were not sure how far reaching it would be. You know, how how many people it would consume, you know. Uh, But as time went on, we realized maybe this isn't as dramatic as we thought it was going to be. And now... So it was a test. There's so many people who don't have jobs. And yeah. I mean, I don't want to say getting a virus and, and living or getting a virus and dying is good or bad. Like, it's awful. Like, nobody should die from some sort of crazy fucking pandemic. But no. when you shut down the entire country for something that that you're not quite sure what it is or, or, or over time you figure out it, it is a certain thing like more people are going to suffer from losing their job yeah. and having uh, mental breakdowns yeah. from not being able to support their family like there are so many people right now uh, I mean there's I'm getting all these emails right now about my kids going back to school so am I I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do about that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, 
Me and my ex are very fortunate because she works from home, so she can be there when they have to do uh, distance learning. But there are so many parents, both the, the mother and the father have to go to work. Who's going to stay home with the kids to take care of them while they have to, like, you can't take them to daycare. Somebody has to stay home with them so they can learn all the stuff they're supposed to learn. Like, everything is so fucked. So my 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 theory of it all is this is a test. Testing. You, you know how you, you drive around and you hear... This is a testing of the emergency broad... This is just a test of the emergency broadcasting system. Blah, blah, blah. If this was actually a real event, blah, 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 blah. This is this is this is a test. This is to test us to to what we what we can what we can take and what we can give back. I don't we I don't I don't think that it's like grab arms and start shooting or saying fuck you to anything that is against what you believe or against what is in front of you. However, I think it's time to start really evaluating who the fuck you are and knowing where you stand and where you are in life. Okay. Because dude, if we don't fucking root ourselves and we let like the powers within tell us that we are going to get sick, you're going to be sick. You're going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. Whatever's going to be sick. It's like this. I know I'm drunk, but let me say one more thing. <laughs> First Bill, time ever. Bill, Bill Gates made uh, Microsoft, Microsoft mm-hmm. and the computers control everything and mm-hmm. the internet controls everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was a virus. He sold an antivirus for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. For that, for that program. Mm-hmm. He had to buy the antivirus. Now there's the virus within the people and he's part of the control of the antivirus. The so are you going to buy into the vaccine mm-hmm. for that? I think they're going to make it mandate. They're going to make you say you have to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really crazy because I, I don't Absolutely. know. The, I don't know the truth. I, I believe that. Uh, You're not going to be able to go to the stores. I believe. I believe that the conspiracy um, theories have some sort of uh, validation within them. I also believe that, like, you should just do the thing you should do for the greater good. But if somehow, and I think this is totally possible, if somehow this was created by humans to control humans. Which it is. It could totally be. I totally think it is. Then... Whatever the solution is, is something that we don't actually want. No, not necessarily. And this may be wrong. I'm not a very smart person, but I think that you should make your body available to the things that could kill you Mm -hmm. and if they kill you they kill you that is evolution you're fucking right on maxwell that is that is how we have lived for millions of years build the antibodies don't fucking protect yourself from something that may not 
you build antibodies. That is that is why smallpox killed a hundred million people over five thousand years. Okay, that motherfucker, smallpox and malaria are the two greatest killers that the human race has ever seen. Okay, yeah. it killed millions of people. I'm sure a lot of those people or all of them were wonderful human beings that shouldn't have died. But because their immune systems were not capable of dealing with smallpox or malaria, they fucking died. You and you and me are alive now. Yep. And we, uh, we take vaccines to prevent smallpox and malaria. Uh, you know what's crazy? I was talking about this uh, the other day to somebody. Um, you remember when we were kids, you got chicken pox. Yeah. They brought everybody together. You just, you were, you were in first grade and fucking Ricky got chicken pox. And then you're like, Bring hey, him over. everybody's getting chicken pox. Yeah. I we said get that it once. The, I said that from the fucking day one. I said that March 14th after my band played, I said, what? So now we all have it. Why don't you bring everybody together and fucking get it all at once? You get it once. You're done with it. I don't know if that's the case yeah, with but they corona. Don't know. They don't know if you I'm not get it I'm not sa- I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is the human race has survived as long as it has because there are people who get things and survive. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's okay for millions of people to die from uh coronavirus or uh COVID-19. Everybody, everybody wants to save everybody, and I totally get that. I, I don't want my grandma to get it and die because she's eighty-one years old. Okay, I don't think that should happen. But that has fucking killed people for millions of years. That is why we are who we are now. And the longer we find vaccines for things and figure out ways to eradicate diseases, the more uh, susceptible our systems become to other things that can kill us. So will you will you allow yourself or your kids to get the vaccine right when it's released, mm. when they fucking find some sort of vaccine? I personally don't think, and I could be totally wrong, I personally don't think it is that big of a deal for someone who does not have a shitty immune system. So will you you allow them to get it? I have to talk to my ex right. about that. But uh, you, no, your personal opinion. Okay. My personal opinion is I would not have them get the vaccine. Me neither. How about you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm back and forth. I understand what you guys are saying. And and I totally agree with what you're saying. At first, I wanted it. I wanted it so bad. But it's the the go back to the greater good for all. Like, if I needed to get a vaccine that could possibly save my mom if she comes over, and I have it, but I don't know I have it. Right. That know. that's the thing, in that's my opinion, thing. is that we don't know. We don't we, know. No one knows. No one fucking knows. We could it's have too, it, and none of soon. us could fucking. None of us could fucking I might, show I might signs. Have, I might have had it three or four times. Who fucking knows? I think you had it. I think I had. I, I think I had it honestly, back in January. Back in back in November, October, I was fucking sick. You of were shit. sick as fuck. I, I yeah, had like, a respiratory dude. I went to the doctor like five times. Yeah, and they just didn't know what was going on. And I just kept fucking okay. And I went to work and I kept doing my shit. And but none of my family got it. 
nothing happened. So maybe I was just, I was the one that was susceptible to it. Mm-hmm. But at this time, still to this day, I, I'll, I'll give my antibodies. I will to, to science. Like if they, like I'll fucking take my antibodies and say, dude, if, if I had it, I fucking sure as shit want to fucking be a part of the solution, not a part sure. of the problem. For sure. I just don't know if I want to take the first fucking round and be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Like, um, or give it to my kid, and he's the one that fucking. And I have to watch it. No yeah. one, no one wants to admit it, but people have to die. That. I mean, between predators or disease or famine or whatever like that is how we have got to where we are right now it's loud as fuck jesus motorcycle good that guy's gonna die real soon (laughs) yeah but why why are we chosen not to we are chosen not to because our ancestors have good immune systems who have beaten smallpox and beaten malaria and figured out how to run faster than a fucking leopard okay that's why we're alive right now. All the people who were slower than a cheetah or ate a berry and shit their ass out for four days, like those guys are dead. We are, we are the, uh, I can't think of the word. We're the summation of those people who survived. Or we're an assimilated, we're an assimilated fucking simulated world no we're not diving down that one no i i can dude <laughs> <laughs> diving down that dude fucking i, I won't uh, but, Fargo, I mean, stop talking about vegas no but Jesus. seriously like a simulated world where things are we gonna are, are we gonna end this podcast no. on depression we're, sorry we should, we're almost at three hours now oh, cheers cheers love fuckers you. love, love you, you too fuckers. we're done